So I don't know if you remember, there was a movie with uh, with the guy that played in the latest Transformers movie. I can't even remember his name. Uh, but it was where the plants killed humans, right? So was his name John plants... Cena? Huh? John Cena? No, I couldn't see him. Oh, was it the guy from um, In the Heights? Anton- Anthony. He, he played in a movie with the Rock where they were lifting weights all the time. Does that help? No, Mark Wahlberg. Yes, there you go. That isn't the latest Transformers. Uh, mm, never mind. Mm. Then. I'm out of my Transformers lore. Then how? But um, how did you get there from movie where he lifts weights with Rock all the time? How did you make that leap? Was, that's a, that's with, a pretty good with, leap. Well, um, I mean, pain and gain. It's called Pain and Gain. Yeah. See. Mm, okay. I've seen I that movie, but I didn't remember it existed until just on now. true events, isn't it, as well? Which is mm-hmm. really weird. So, the point that I was getting at was... Um, there was a point? There was a movie he was in where the plants literally were killing humans, right? right? So, they were giving off a pheromone that if you got too close, it would, like, shut off the inhibitors of your brain and cause you to kill yourself. And, like, the weirdest ways to, like, this guy was mowing the lawn, and the grass was, you know, quote, screaming... And uh, so the, the the grass and the trees let out a pheromone, which made the guy get out of his lawnmower. And it was one of those riding ones, right? So he, like, like held the, the switch down so it'll drive forward. And then he made it go in a circle so that he could lay on the ground and it would run back over him, right? And the yeah. whole movie is about plants making humans kill themselves in just weird ways, you know? You know what? It's really weird that you said that. Because this week, I nearly killed myself with the lawnmower. I'm... I'm being deadly serious, I nearly was it did. the plants that did it to you? It could have been. <laughs> no, actually, it was the plants. Um, I don't know. What if we're not raiding, then plants. the wife's going to make me want to leave here in a bit, but I don't know. We're raiding, it, def- it definitely was the plants. Because I was mowing mm. the grass. My my lawnmower was broken, so I had to borrow the in-laws. And they've only got one of those silly little fly-mo things that has no bag to collect it. It just kind of hovers over the grass. And mm. my front lawn got quite long. So I was out there mowing away. And um, suddenly it decided it wanted to hit this huge mound of grass and it bounced over the top of the mound of grass and hit my foot and I, I could have died. You don't need two feet. You'll be fine. I mean, you'd have lost the foot probably, but died? Eh, I could have bled out. I was the only one home. Um, luckily. If you don't know how to put on a self-tourniquet, especially on a foot, you deserve to bleed out. Okay. I was in a lot of pain. The blade ve- hurt my toe. It, oh. it, there's a little cut on it, but it's bruised and oh. it, it's swollen. It's a but cut. My trainers literally saved me. The top of my trainers is Your cut. Trainers. Right Who was training you? Those are they're similar to boots. Sneakers. Someone sneaker. has been watching enough Taskmaster. It doesn't understand all the lingo. Where are you sneaking from? Oh my god! I was wearing my Nikes. Oh, oh, and oh, what an, an awful, awful brand. You actually have Nikes? Ugh. I was wearing my old Nikes, lawn mowing, and it bounced over the grass. See, that's your problem. It wasn't the lawnmower. It was the Nikes. Get something else. Get anything they, else. They saved Nikes. my foot. They saved me from cutting uh, off. kind of sounds oh, like they tried to get it. your foot cut off. I mean, you know. No, that was the lawnmower. Mm. Yeah, foots are overrated, dude. And I agree. Mm. Fruit yeah. by the foot's pretty good. Mm. Debatable. It gets stuck in my teeth. Sounds like a skill issue. Uh, well, yeah. You're not wrong. 
Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. Dedicated in bringing you all the latest information, news, and opinions. This is the best show for new and veteran guardians alike, where we share tips, tricks, and tools to help you succeed and enjoy playing even more. So with all that said, let me hand you over to your hosts, the Triumph Hunting Titan Night Demon, the Pink Panted Pansy Proti, and your Hunter Master Ranger, Mr. No One Responds in Real Life! So welcome to the show, everybody. Night Demon is back, Parody is back, and Respawn is back. We all survived our raid encounter last week. One of us so has gone back in problem. and completed said raid, and mm-hmm. the other two haven't. So I'll leave you to guess which ones were which. Mm-hmm. I did try and help some people yesterday, trying to sherpa them through the initial lamps. Well, I thought um, we were going to do a raid today. Right, that no. was that was the thing no, in the chat. Not, one, not 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 me or parody mm. said yes to that. Only you said yes to people that I were didn't even say yes. I just said I wouldn't be opposed. So don't put words in my mouth. Okay. Well, that that's that's a yes to me. Well, apparently everybody was opposed because well, <laughs> Dimwi's not opposed. Neither Skyfire or Zep. They uh, they they're all. There you go. Well, there's your team of four. You okay. can form us. <laughs> it should be fine. You guys make six. Isn't that interesting? Anyway, uh, you don't need us. We're, we're we're streaming Xboxes from different rooms in our houses. That that's accurate. You're not needed, especially after yeah. last time's performance. So, did you go back and watch my stream after the fact? You probably didn't. No. Um, I, so, I, I, I did. I did. I did check in on your stream to see if you had progressed at all later in the day, no. and saw that you had not. But no. no, that's as far as I, I checked oh, it. So it, it wasn't was really the place you to and me. Watch. It wasn't you and me holding them back then. It was just themselves holding them back. Mm, I'm yeah. glad we pointed yeah, that was. out. Um, what was funny though is, like, I feel like it was scripted, but he said it wasn't. Uh, Michael left to go to that funeral or whatever, right? Yeah. And then and then you guys dipped, and then everybody else stayed. And then we got one more guy to join us, and then we had another guy on the way, and Micah pops back up inside. He goes, are they gone yet? I'm like, are you kidding me right now, dude? Like, you didn't actually leave until they left, right? He goes, nah, I was going to go to the funeral, but I just said, you know, not worth it. I saw <laughs> I him like, back in there, like, like because I checked <laughs> in, like, 10 or 15 minutes after I had to get offline. Mm-hmm. And see, and I was like, oh, Mike is back. So I guess he didn't really leave. Yeah, <laughs> no, he, he, he came I mean, back. fine. I don't care. Again, we were not the ones holding the team back, so which I was very confident eh. in. Eh. <laughs> we, we won. Well, well, I'll put it this way. The team did not progress after our leaving. So either you got two people as bad or worse than us to replace us, which is on you. Yes, actually. Or no, that, it wasn't on us. We got somebody who was worse. I'm not going to, I'm not going to put them on blast because I already felt bad because they'd never done a raid. Right, um, and this I mean, was the first time. That was a good starting point, <laughs> but there was somebody who was actually worse, and they kept dying immediately. Like as soon as somebody picks up the lantern, guardian down. How are you dying? <laughs> like what? See, the so fuck, so dude? be so be thankful. You had two people that weren't dying immediately, who were at least able to live long enough. Mm. See, careful, careful what you wish for. I don't wish for anything. Mm. I think you did. I think you did. You wished. I saw mm. you. 
Verity, you were okay. At least you were doing ad claim, but somebody was standing at the beginning just talk-a-talk and not participating. No, I wasn't. I I was killing and moving mm. through the raid constantly. Mm. I wasn't mm-hmm. just standing still. Mm-hmm. At no point was I standing still. Mm-hmm. But we, we did get some feedback from last week, and they said mm. it was hilarious. So, you know, we <laughs> Well, from the edited version of the podcast, they, they, they enjoyed it. They mm-hmm. said they enjoyed it. Was very I would hilarious. enjoy watching somebody else suffer as well. <laughs> that's what day one raid races are for mm-hmm. watching people scream at each other trying to figure things out yeah well most teams you know communicate mm-hmm. um some teams like to be on you know, three different lands Crota, at the same time it used to be soloable right now yeah. it's different back then you used to have to use the sword or you used to have to use weapons to break his shield and then use the sword to kill him now you have to use the sword to break his shield and weapons to kill him. And honestly, believe it or not, this way is way harder. Well, so so they made the raid harder, is what you're saying? Mechanically. Wasn't that what I said like months ago when. No, we no, talking... you said just do it, you might enjoy it. I did it, I did not enjoy it. No, I said, because originally you were saying that uh, if it comes back, it's going to be rubbish and. And stuff it is like rubbish. That. I stand by what I said. Okay. I love so. that it was Crota. I, I laughed so hard at that announcement, which again, mm-hmm. made sense given the story and all the hive, but I just laughed so hard that it was Crota coming back. And obviously I knew they were going to make it harder than, you know, Crota from D1, but it just, yeah. oh, it just tickled me. They're like, they're like yep, we're going to bring Crota back. That'll teach you all. Yeah, man, the, the the stupid lamp mechanic you have in the whole raid instead of just the beginning, you know? I don't Everywhere I do. in the raid, no. you have to have that lamp mechanic. You have to be enlightened. You have to... And then you have to do more Chalice. than one thing with it, it right? So it's Chalice. not just like you have the buff, right? Chalice. No, no, no. No. You have two ways to deal with this buff. You can either A, wait till it fills up and have someone take it from you, and then you become enlightened right or b you can just grab it and dunk it and that way you don't have any kind of anything on you and yet you still have a chance to pick it up later right um and then there are some things that you can only do whilst you have that buff so actually there's kind of like three things you can do with it right so an overly complicated buff mechanic that they tried desperately to to include in the entire raid in some kind of way that would make sense which it doesn't it does. Even it, it didn't even really make any sense in the beginning part where the chalices are, right? It but does. No, I don't think so. Yeah, why are you saying chalices? You mean lamps, and when you mean lamps, lamps you mean chalice. Yeah, yeah sorry. Um, but did but you yeah, know it, that I saw a video out there for? I think it was GX Clyde over on mm-hmm. TikTok. I because I I won't be able to link it, but somebody I'm yes, guessing. no i can't i don't know how to link that from tiktok but i'm telling you about it that (laughs) he he was saying that did you know that you can cheese that lamp section with those swinging lanterns do you want to know how to do it you do don't you go Mm. on i've got you on bated breath here haven't i grapple grapple to the lamp and fling yourself forward you know I i saw them jumping over the wall with with strand no, no, but you know, um, if you're using arc weapons and arc subclass, you get those little arc balls to drop on the floor. You get the same with the the solar and the void. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and and every now and then you pick up one of those instead of taking the chalice. Well, mm-hmm. if you pick up one of those arc balls, and it is just the arc balls at the moment, as far as they're aware, if you chuck that arc ball at one of the lanterns and then shoot it, it stops it dead in its tracks. Doesn't swing anymore. So all we needed mm. was one person to go ahead, kill all the, the lanterns, and we would have been fine to get through. Because I think that is one of the main causes of people not getting through. People, people can avoid the holes because everybody calls it out. People can pass around the chalice as much as they think. It's those goddamn lanterns. And especially if somebody goes down, down, right in its path, and you send somebody back to go and get them, and that lantern kind of scratches you from like nowhere, and you're like, oh my God, I was nowhere near it. But, uh, and that's it. That's the end of the run. But, yeah. So if you, I would if, say the lamps were not fun, but they were not. Uh, I'm sorry, not the lamps. The swinging guillotines, whatever you want to call them, the swinging lanterns. Swinging lanterns. Uh, they weren't lit, so I don't think they're lanterns. They're giant spiky mace balls. Something doesn't have to be lit to be called a lantern. Mm-hmm. If it's if it's yeah. meant to be lit, then it can still be called a lantern. They were swinging uh, lanterns. No, 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 they're giant swinging maces. If anything, okay, right? There, there's there's no there's no lantern there. There's no there's no light. There's no way to even light it. You know, a lantern, even if not lit, is still capable of being lit. Those things were not lit. Those things are not capable of being lit. They're just there to swing back and forth and hit you like a giant medieval mace of doom. Okay. A, cu- a couple of videos that I can link. There was a video, I'm sure it was by Fallout, that they found that once you got to the bridge area and you had to cross the bridge to take out those knights that are on the opposite side, mm-hmm. you don't necessarily have to kill them with the sword. If you can bait them near the edge of the arena, you can use like. Uh, strand to grapple away from them and they will just follow you like a, a line of lemmings off the edge mm. and and go back over or you can freeze them with um, stasis and they just knock them off just push them off gently and yeah so it's, it's like <laughs> that's a good one and then next the next video that i can recommend is from kimber prime once you get enlightened with the chalice and you're going, you've passed the bridge section and you know you've you got to get, get enlightened up. with the chalice, you become enlightened after somebody takes it from you after it's full. Yes. But you know, to pass through the green gates to get past the shriekers to get to the hidden chest at the other end of the bridge room. So you, you've done the bridge, you've formed the bridge, everybody goes up through the door, and then you've got the green big barrier doors that you then have to get the buff to then go through those green doors. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you are on a warlock with blink, you can blink. Once you've become enlightened, you can blink through those doors and carry on blinking to go through both doors to get to the end without even having to worry about having to be enlightened again. So that was a cool video from Kimber Prime today. I will link in our show notes. So here's a hot take, right? No. I am pretty tired of every raid forcing you to juggle a damn buff. I'm tired of it, you know? Can we have a mechanic for just one raid that doesn't require us having a buff? Right? Right. Can can you can you fathom a way to make a raid mechanic that does not involve a buff? Okay, I'll put it to you then. What do you want to see from a raid? that doesn't include having like passing something around to get a buff or a debuff. 
I don't know. What? You I can't. Say, I you just, can't say that. Then you well, can't just no, say. No. Oh, yes, I, don't I can. I can absolutely say that I dislike something. You you can say you dislike it. Yeah. And Bungie, if you have an entire team dedicated to just coming up with ways to make a raid, are you telling me that none of these guys can fathom a mechanic of any kind where you don't have to carry a buff? Maybe somebody has to stand on two different switches at the same time without a buff, you know, and they have to stand there. You know, that that's happened in raids before where you didn't have to have a buff. You know what I'm saying? Why, 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 why is everything nowadays you have to have a buff or you have to have a debuff or you have to juggle something, you know? Because it makes it harder. No, it doesn't necessarily make it harder per se. Because once you get the mechanic those. down, you have the mechanic. What it makes it is annoying. That's what it makes it. Right? So come up with any other kind of way. Maybe a time limit instead of instead of uh, a debuff. Maybe the whole team has to get from one point no, to the end. No time limits. I, I, I put my foot down. Absolutely don't listen to him. No time limit. <laughs> No timer. I mean, there already are timers, and those are fine, but no nah, actual dude, counting there's, down. There's a lot that need buffs, dude. There's always a buff or a debuff. So even back as far as freaking Scourge of the Past, dude. You had to you had to stand in the... You, there's always been a buff or a debuff, my dude. Always. You know? Speaking of Scourge of the Past, that wasn't too bad. The, the map mechanic, you gotta go get the map mechanic, and you gotta bring the ball back. That wasn't necessarily a buff. That was an item that you had to mess around with. So, oh. so, you know. so, so if it's a physical object, you're okay with it. If it's just mm. a ephemeral, ephemeral object, you're less okay with it. Uh, you want to hold something in your hands. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want, I don't want a buff to, to be the only way I can damage something or that I can complete something, you know, a buff should just be a buff. Like, if you happen to have the buff, right, you get a damage boost or something, right? But if you don't have the buff, you can still do damage. You can still complete an encounter. It just becomes a little more difficult. Limiting somebody to have to juggle around a stupid buff or a stupid anything is irritating. And no, I don't want to strike. If you can't be creative enough to come up with a way to make a raid that doesn't require you juggling a buff, then that's on you, right? But, I mean, th there's all kinds of mechanical things that you could do in a raid that don't require a buff, right? Solving a puzzle. Not necessarily a jumping puzzle, but just solving a puzzle. Doing something mechanical. Having three people in the same spot all hitting a switch at the same time. You know? Those have been done in the past, right? What's wrong with those? You know? I just, I'm, I'm not a fan of, 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 of a buff-debuff system that if you don't have the buff or the debuff... You're just not allowed to play the game, right? Oh, your buff ran out, team wipe. What? Nah, I'm not. I'm not a fan of that. You know, and the, the whole chalice thing. It's like, you know, you have encroaching darkness. I understand you have encroaching darkness. Before you had encroaching darkness, all that meant was you get into the light before you die. But now, not only do we have to get into the light before we die, you have to juggle around a dumbass chalice, you know, in order to do that. We didn't have to do that before. You know, yeah, but that's what makes it different. And like more... the one that makes sense is uh, Gal Galrog. Yeah, Bal well, Balrog is the Street Fighter guy. Uh, what the hell's his name? Giant ogre. Um, you had to stand in pools of goo to kill him, right? You didn't have to juggle that around. You just had to pop a thing and stand in it. That's easy enough, right? It's nothing overly complicated about Gold that. Broth. That's Golgoth from Kingsfall. Yeah, yeah. Galron was from Crown of Sorrow. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Right? That's that's easier to deal with, right? You could still do damage to him if you weren't in the buff. It was crap damage. Fair enough. But at least it wasn't, you know, you can't touch him because he's invincible kind of thing. Right? No, you can still do damage during that damage phase. It's just that if you stood in the goo, you did more. You know? More things like that. You didn't have to juggle that. Well, yeah, that had a, a, a buff and then had a timer on it and it also had the Thing where no, that no, the goo explode. itself was the goo. Now, if somebody had to have the gaze, which I'm not necessarily a fan of, right? Because that again is another buff debuff. But I'm not talking about that part of Golgroth. I'm talking about just the goo, right? Okay. All you had to do was pop a jizz bubble and stand in the goo, and then you could do damage. Yeah, but somebody Ooh. also had to have a buff, and I somebody just got a debuff. Said that. Yeah. Well, you couldn't just go and stand in the Why goo. Not? Why, 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 why can't you just have him shooting at you like every other boss does in every other raid? You know? Pop a well, pop a bubble, and just stand there while he tries to shoot you. Because Bungie said no. Like, yeah, I cherry pick because I'm tired of a buff debuff. I'm tired of juggling these damn things, dude. You know? Just let me do a mechanic that doesn't involve a dumbass buff or debuff. They should be optional, you know? I think. Well, I mean, not quite optional, but, you know... You gotta have it to do more damage or something like that. I don't know. Whatever, right? But not be excluded from playing entirely if you don't have a buff. Or that buff team wipes you if you if it runs out. I'm just I don't know. I'm 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 I might be nitpicking, not cherry picking, but I might be nitpicking. But I'm just I'm irritated by it, man. Maybe it's just the season. Maybe maybe I'm just, you know, just negative about it in general. I could, that that could be it, you know. I'm just I'm I'm very negative about this season and this raid. Why? You know? I don't understand. I, I didn't want it to begin with, you know. And then they brought it back, and then they brought it back mechanically ridiculous, you know. I'm just I'm not a fan of anything about this raid, and so far this season, nothing's really piqued my interest this season, you know. The only the only good thing to happen is there's a shotgun which is supposedly redefining one two punch builds, which I'm a fan of, but that's it, you know. There's really nothing else going on. The raid is not fun, you know, even if you have the mechanics down. Because I went and completed the raid. I, I, I know the mechanics for every part now, right? So that's not an issue. It's just not fun. It's not entertaining. It's not enjoyable, you know? Okay. Mm, I can complain about it if I want to. You, you can. It's something that I don't enjoy. So, yeah, I'm complaining well, about a basic raid mechanic because I don't enjoy it. From my... my minimal amount of experience playing with you guys last week that was fun trying to get through those lamps and we did pretty because, well because of the group we were making it fun the the, the lamps itself no no i don't lamp, think we're fun. You, you can't say that because I'm, I'm i'm telling you that you know it was fun and the uh, we did quite well for contest and then yesterday noble and myself tried to help another group get through and tried to teach them how to do the lamps and how to do the, ba the balancing of the, the chalice as well. And again, you know, holes and, and lanterns and, and lamps exploding were, you know, <laughs> very tough on the team. But again, it, it was good fun to try and help people and, and try and get them through. Again, we nearly got to the bridge and to form it, but it was kind of, it was a good teaching thing, but I enjoyed it. I spent, you know, an hour and a half trying to get these people through to the bridge and we failed numerously, but it was still fun to help try and get them to the point where they understood what we were doing and then just try and work as a team going forward. But yeah, it's, I, I enjoyed that part and I'm, I'm looking forward to doing 
the rest of it. Mm. Well, I mean, okay, so then was like just doing damage to a boss and nothing else sounds unfathomably boring, right? Well, I disagree because go to the past. You had a boss that was chasing you, and if it caught you, you insta died, right? Yeah, but, but you weren't it, doing it, damage. It turned into it. a sparrow race. That was fun, right? You didn't even do damage to the boss, you just ran away. <laughs> you know? That was incredibly fun. I that's still probably one of the best encounters of any raid I've ever played. Was the sparrow race with the giant sun trying to kill you? Right? But was that because you missed doing sparrow racing league? No, no, that was that was just it, it's all mechanic, you know. Because that, that 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 instills. In, I think that's the proper way to instill a sense of urgency in somebody, right? Not oh my god, my buff's about to run out. No, something is chasing you and is going to eat you. Okay. You know, the whole freaking Indiana Jones and the giant ball running behind him kind of thing, right? That yeah, instills yeah, yeah. A, a, an enjoyable sense of urgency, I believe. You know? Um, things like that are fun. The and then and, and a lot of parts of that mechanic were just like, hey, you know, you need to go get a thing to dunk it in the map to give the map more energy. That's not necessarily a buff. We're just bringing a, a power source to a map to keep it powered, you know? You didn't have to have a buff or a debuff. It just anybody could just power the map, you know, just 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 bring it back and power it. The worst part was the maze, the city maze, and really no points of reference. <laughs> but it was still enjoyable. Again, another sense of urgency that doesn't require a technical a technical buff. No, it wasn't a debuff. It was not a debuff at all. It was a power source for a map. Which you know? if it ran out, you had to then retrieve again, like a buff system. Mm, but you yourself, mm, I don't know. That was Respawn, done respawn wants, in a way because well, they respawns they, tired of fighting the the demons he can't see. He prefer to fight the demons he can see. So if if you can make it. them big and red and glowy, that would really help him out. That's what I'm hearing from this. <laughs> maybe that's I want, it. I want I to know. see the things in physical manifestations that are trying to murder me. Mm, that is fun, you know. It's just as invisible, and th and then there's no sound when it's about to go out too. That's another irritating thing, you know. Like in in Sonic, when you're about to die because your air buff is running out, it goes right. You know you're about to die again. Creates a sense of urgency because you hear the music speeding up, right? right? In this raid, there are no sound cues to let you know that that thing's about to run out. You're just done. Okay. So you, know? you want a sound cue? Would that make you happy? That would make it infinitely better. Would it make me happy? Infinitely I don't know. Better. Give me a sound cue and let's see if it works. Right? <laughs> there are a number of things that, I mean, they've they've made strides to you know rework the system of here's the seven thousand things going through the little feed that you need to keep track of. Uh -huh. I, I am on board with the, you know, give me a sound, give me an obvious way to see this versus going, oh, sorry, I didn't see one of the sixteen little white pieces of text that I should have been paying attention to, but it scroll off the screen or it's not there anymore. Or I right. can't see because of all the arc happening around me or the explosions. Mm -hmm. You know, and then another thing, even if you don't give me a sound cue, maybe a visual cue, maybe as the buff is the time is running out, the darkness begins to encroach upon me like other raids have done, you know, just some kind of a cue. That's not a little text in the bottom of a corner that determines whether or not we wipe. That's a pretty important buff to not give any cues for. And Dimwi, I'm confused too. I don't know why I don't like it. I just know I don't like it. You know? I mean, it, 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 
I, I don't like the buff at all. You know, that's just me. But you know, it could be because I don't have a cue. You know, maybe maybe that's maybe that's what's wrong. You know, I haven't sat here and analyzed it. I just know that it wasn't fun for me. You know, and having to pay attention to text with everything else that's going on, just it just wasn't enjoyable, man. Just give me give me give me something to work with. You know, instead of just a text at the bottom for such an important buff. You know, and that buff carries on the entire raid. So you think you do something with it? You know, sound cue, visual cue, literally anything would probably help. You know, would I enjoy it? I don't know, but it sure would make it better. You know, whatever. Man. And thank you, Zep, for at least agreeing with me, even though I'm not really making a whole lot of sense. <laughs> and I get it. I'm just I'm, I I get that I'm complaining to complain, but I just wasn't a fan of it. It seems to be the feedback from the community, like the streamers and that, like Asucross, like he even put out a video saying that he was wrong, you know, and he's um, happy to admit that he was wrong about Crota's End and how enjoyable it is. And the weapons, oh my God, the weapons in there look amazing. Now, the, oh, have you seen the weapons? I'm guessing you have. Yeah, the auto rifle that looks like a mm -hmm. bad juju. That threw me off. I thought it was a pulse, right? I'm like, oh, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna pulse rifle. Nope, that's an auto rifle. Wait, what? <laughs> but no, the perk, the weapon perk, I think is a good perk. Yeah. Um, the, 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 the inherent trait. Sorry, the trait, the weapon trait, not the perk. Weapon trait, I think is a good trait. Um, the rolls that these things come with on the shotgun and the machine gun are pretty good. I'll give them that. But you know. Yeah, I actually had a question. Does anybody know? Because I know on 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 day one, if you completed it, you got the vex, right? Necrochasm. And now, if you completed it after day one, you get the mission for the vex, right? No, but not the even vex. though you're doing the mission, the vex or the necrochasm. Thank you, the necrochasm. My bad. The necrochasm. I'm thinking vex necrochasm or anything. Um, the necrochasm, right? So now that you have the quest for the necrochasm, yeah. do you still have a chance for it to drop randomly? Or is it just not going to drop anymore? You have to wait for the, well, the, the pieces of it to drop randomly. I will point you in the direction of the Astacross video, which tells you how to get the necrochasm. But it does involve you getting the husk of the pit to start off with. From once you defeat uh -huh. Crota, you go to the little chest at the end. Like I said, it was going to be his sword. You go and pick yep. that up to get going. You use your husk of the pit. Do not use it in the raid. Miss 5000 Watts from DCP said, do not use it in the raid. It doesn't count. But you have to go and kill like 100 hives. Oh, no, wait. It doesn't count? It specifically says it gives you bonus in the raid. And you're no, 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 no. Count? No, if you're using the husk of the pit and you're trying to get your 100 hive kills, Miss 5000 Watts said it, it counted for like four kills out of like four encounters. She said it was ridiculous. What? So just go somewhere else and kill Hive, basically. That's Get so your 100 kills. You'll be given the Eidolon ally, which is the next one up. Once you've done that, it's then you then have to go and do raids and complete triumphs to get the cruxes, or not cruxes, the, oh, I, can't, I don't know what the name of the, the things are. Altars of Sorrow? Ooh, good idea. Thank you. Yeah, so the seasons are rife with things you can go and murder piles of people in <laughs> altars is a good one yeah but well, yeah altars so yeah i'll link the astrocross video on that and also i will link his review of the necrochasm i was hoping that it was going to be 
like amazing in PvP. It's good in PvP, and I think it's going to be one of those weapons that is very niche, and you'll be able to use it like he was. And is the PvE aspect of it is very good with all the different kind of things that you can get. And apparently, still nobody's got the uh, what you call it the catalyst. Catalyst, yeah, yeah. And uh, doesn't the, the catalyst just make it reload faster? Yeah, they well, from the data miners, they found out that it should be outlaw, but they don't know whether that's also going to give it a stat bump. So, some of the catalysts that you get on these weapons give you a stat well, what bump. What would you get as a stat bump? Like, well, like, sometimes, I mean, like, you'll get like stability or you'll get a little bit of right, range. But what what is the gun lacking that it would need stat wise? I'm asking genuinely. Well, I don't know. I haven't got the gun. But I mean, numbers go higher makes everybody happy. Yeah. No one no one would turn down more anything. Okay. Oh, I can reload faster. Oh, I have more stability. Oh, I can do that. Yeah. No, no one's unhappy with that. Faster numbers. as a catalyst, I think, is a bit underwhelming. Well, know? I mean, just throwing that out as an example because reloading is stupid and you shouldn't do it. Yes, I agree. But yeah, I was going back to the weapons, the was it the Fang Veer Ute, which is the no, that's the scout rifle. That apparently is doing amazing. There, because it's. I think it was a. It's a fast firing one, but mm. again, I've got a video. Let me just check my videos. Um, I might as well go through the videos of these while we're talking about it. Might as well. We're here. Might as well. Might, might as well the people instead get, of getting get the to the end. What they need. Yeah, yeah. Fang. Yes. So I Frostbolt put out a video this week about the Fang of Ear Ute, and you know how what what God rolls to look out for. It's got a point seven TTK. In PvP, which is normal, that's not that's not overly impressive. Lots of things have a point seven, or it's when you get down to the point fives. That's that's good, but yeah, yeah, that's not bad. You know, it, it, it's good. So he's got so still know, a two tapping or a three tapping hand cannon to still kill you first, but yeah, it's not bad. But I think it's something like two. Is it two headshots on a body? I think that's what he was saying in his video. But you're gonna have to go and check it out. To uh, uh, two headshots and a oh for the scout. Okay, yeah. I am so behind today, guys. I am so sorry. My mind was still stuck on the Dagum uh, auto rifle. But the Oversoul Edict, which is the pulse rifle, Astacross has got a video on that and how nasty it is. I got so many flashbacks of doing my Grasp of Malak runs. It looks so much like my <laughs> Grasp of Malak from Destiny 1. I was like, oh my God, I need that gun. That looks like the Grasp of Malak. And it, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to go and get it. Um, oh, Bungie, what what have you done? You you, you reignited a long dormant yeah. obsession in this man who lives and dies back. by obsession. We we need grasp of Malak's back. I need another <laughs> grasp of Malak, and it <laughs> looks I don't like what that is. What is that? Oh. You've you've been disowned. <laughs> I can't remember. The name sounds familiar. I just I don't I, don't, I can't put it to a gun. Grasp of Malak. Yep, Pulse no, rifle. Destiny one. Mm-hmm. Strike, mm-hmm. killing Omnigal over mm-hmm. and over and over and over. Really? Oh, you, you, didn't, you didn't get you didn't get drugged through Omnigal fifty thousand times <laughs> as nineteen while he was trying to find every flavor, variety, version, and and slight pixel variation of that weapon. <laughs> that is accurate. I did not get drugged through that experience. No. Well, you no. should have. And then Panda with an H has got the crafted abyss defiant auto rifle. Now this is one for you parody. And I guess it's one for me as well. And apparently this one is nasty as well. 
So that's the scout rifle, the pulse rifle, and the auto rifle that are just amazing in PVE and PVP. There's so many different kind of combinations because they're craftable as well. So, you know, you can go in there, farm your red borders if you can get in there. Um, but yeah, so did he tell you anything about the other weapons? Who? Have you looked at the other weapons? The shotgun, the hand cannon, and is it the rocket launcher? Mm, I don't know about the rocket launcher, but I do know that the machine gun is supposed to be best in slot nowadays, and looking at the rolls, I can understand why. So, it's got a couple of what you could consider god rolls on it, so you can get either rewind rounds and um, target big lock. Big fan of right? rewind rounds, yeah. Or, what I suggest is another one is reconstruction and bait and switch, right? And we we got an argument the other day about, well, why not rewind and bait and switch? Well, bait and switch requires you to swap to your other weapons, shoot somebody with each weapon, and then swap back, right? And if you swap away, you're basically starting over with your rewind rounds, right? So with a machine gun, you know, you've only got, what, bait and switch lasts for, what, five seconds, seven seconds, something like that, the 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 bonus it gives you? And you're not going to run out of ammo in that time, right? So bait and, uh, so rewind isn't going to be great for bait and switch, but reconstruction is, because reconstruction will just keep reloading every two or three seconds, right? right. So, yep, um, that's what I suggest. Uh, other people out there are talking about, you know, the sword logic. Eh. Yeah, I, I like I the look of the sword logic. I think part. the other two options are better, honestly, you know? Oh, is the sword logic a... Origin trait? A perk? I'm it's confused. No, it's a perk. Oh, you know, okay, so Sword Logic, final blows with this weapon grants bonus damage for an improved duration. The strength mm. and duration of the bonus increases depending on how powerful the foe is. Right? And it does work so, in PvP as well. Sword Logic? Yeah, I'm sure it does. So it's like a weaker version of, like, like Rampage. I guess so, right? yeah. Yeah. Any damage but, buff um, is good to me. Yeah, but rewind mm -hmm. and and target lock is going to give you a much larger buff for a longer duration without killing anything. So, you know, and then of course reconstruction bait and switch is going to be for like your your boss DPS kind of thing, right? So if you're just using it for straight up ad clear, yeah, sword lock sword logic is fine, perfect. Go ahead, run your sword logic. But if you're using it for like any kind of DPS or anything like that, then no, nah, I don't suggest it. And then the shotgun, what's your shotgun called? Anybody remember? No? Not off the top of my head, I can't remember, no. Swordbreaker. There, there you is. go, Swordbreaker. Okay. Swordbreaker. So this one comes with another new uh, perk called Barrel Constrictor. Ooh. Right? Sounds like a Final snake. blows with this weapon significantly reduce projectile spread of its next shot. So, yep, you get you get a close-up kill, and then you can snipe somebody with the next shot. Um, you also get one-two punch, and in the same column, sword logic, which, oh, you could have done so much if they were in different columns. But one-two punch, everybody knows what that is, I assume. It's hitting a target with nearly every, nearly, oh, they have nearly now, so it's not every projectile anymore, so that's an update. One-two punch, hitting a target with nearly every pellet in a shot increases melee damage for a short duration. I think it's like three seconds. I'm sorry, 1.22 seconds. <laughs> um, and sword logic, we just we just went over that, right? So 
Final blows with this weapon grant a bonus damage for an improved duration. And the reason this is defining is because it shows a damage bonus, and that damage bonus applies to a melee, right? So let's say you're a hunter with one two punch, uh, with with uh, liar's handshake, right? Mm-hmm. You shoot somebody with sword logic. You punch them twice with your um, melee. That second hit is going to do so much damage, you know? Because I think it's a. F- no, that's right. It depends on the enemy that you kill, but you can get up to a fifty percent damage bonus with sword logic being applied to liar's handshake. That's kind of a big deal. You know, and then in the other column, you can get um, pugilist, pugilist, however you want to say it, which yep. would pair with either one-two punch or sword logic, right? And then the and then the origin trait. Here's what makes it even better, right? So one-two punch is normally you just hitting that one guy, unless you're a hunter, then you hit the one guy and it does AOE arc damage, right? But um, by punching something and killing it, hopefully you trigger Cursed Thrall, which is the origin trait. And what that does, <laughs> if you can't tell by the name, is after defeating a target with a melee attack, final blows with this weapon cause targets to explode for a short duration. Not precision kills, by the way. All right? Just, just any way you kill an enemy with this shotgun will make them explode like a Thrall. So you kill a Thrall, you shoot another one, he explodes, the one that he kills explodes, the one that he kills explodes, the one that he kills explodes. It's like chain reaction as a perk. Uh, sorry, as a trait, you know? Yep. And, yeah. do you know, on the Abyss Defiance, there is a unique interaction, which Nodnaz points out in his video, with Incandescent. So it will just kind of trigger all these explosions, solar and and the, the cursed thrall, just like continuous. I think he takes it to like uh, Shiro Chi, and well, you you just see him watch them all beautiful. kind of explode around him. Yeah, I'll link that in the in the show notes as wow. well. Wow. Yeah, I didn't think about that because yeah, I saw that it comes with incandescent. I was like, incandescent reconstruction sounds nasty, right? <laughs> um, oh, it also comes with a new perk called enlightened action. Yep, dealing damage significantly improves reload speed and handling. Just dealing damage, you don't even have to kill. So you know. You get a yellow bar or whatever, that's, uh, let's see, it's auto rifle, right? So, yeah, you got, like, a shield breaker uh, champion, right? And you hit your last round right as he pops his shield. This will help you reload faster so you can get back to it, you know, just as a dumb example. Uh, They also have a weird combo, kill clip and heal clip in different columns. So you could potentially get a roll where... When you reload, you heal, and you get bonus damage, right? Perfect. (laughs) For when you really don't believe in death. (laughs) Right? And then, as usual, um, you get reconstruction on it, target lock. Also a good combo for auto rifles. I I want the reconstruction incandescent. That is kind of nasty, right? You can get reconstruction auto lock. You have subsistence on there. Outlaw, so you can get Outlaw Kill Clip as a combo if you want that. Um, it also has Swashbuckler. You know, really good perk pool on these raid weapons. I gotta say. Mm-hmm. I gotta say. Right? Aesthetically, if you like the whole bad juju look, this is right up your alley. And then, yeah, the Cursed Thrall, man. Just punch something and watch things explode. 
Now, have you been using the, the same strat that everybody else has been using on Crota with swords? And the, the one sword in, in particular that was pointed out, I think, quite a lot of by a lot of uh, YouTubers was the Bequest, which is the craftable sword from the Deepstone Crypt, I believe, that you can get enhanced surrounded on there. But if you do have a, a surrounded spec or surrounded sword, that will work mm. just as well. And it's But it, how? When you're fighting Crota, there's no ads surrounding you. So you don't it doesn't proc. You have to have at least two or three ads. Uh it, it does. That's why everybody's how? been using it. Don't ask me, ask the YouTubers. They recommend these things, and I'm just pointing you... Unless the they're proccing it and then running up to them, I could see that, right? You, you're on the ground, you proc... Because the, the advanced version holds for, what, three to five seconds after you're not surrounded anymore? Surely there so must be more than one... So I can only think that they're proccing it and then running over to them, maybe. Sure, there must know. be more than one, you know, there's got to be more than one enemy. Crota counts as one, or maybe more than one, and uh -huh. you do increased damage, but the the thing that you pair it with is the relentless strike, which is the light attacks. So landing three light attacks uh, within a short time gain sword ammo. So you just constantly light attacking while having surrounded on there does hella damage. And they've been one phasing in with it. So if you really? can't get the bequest from the deep stone crypt being crafted, because again, you can craft it with the enhanced traits on there. You can hopefully get, I've you got know, that makes utility. sense. Cause I have, I have a guillotine with yeah. that on there. And I did more damage than guys running lament. Yeah, and I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what was causing it. You're looking for surrounded and relentless strike, and it's just the light attacks that you need to use. Don't use the heavy attacks on your, you know, sword. Put down a well, go to town. It's amazing. Apparently, is it maybe a bug, or is it just like a, one of those weird interactions where it just I mean, goes? We're going to proc this, and you're good. Because the description tells you you need to have more than one ad surrounding you. Right, but if you're well, up against Crota, I'll point you in the direction of Errol's video. Who goes over the? You know, he says you're probably using swords wrong on Crota, but he does explain uh -huh. why. Yeah, definitely. And that works. was the hardest part from Crota was the damn swords. Yeah, because we'd have two people run up on him, and then they'd hit him with the swords, and he'd have just a sliver of that shield left, <laughs> and we got to go get another sword. Yeah, you know what? The uh, difference is you have healing on Lament. Yeah, true. Okay. Um, also, Sky wanted to let you guys know, I didn't get to it, but he reiterated it before I got a chance to, is, um, uh, yeah. the, I'm sorry, not, 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 not him, Dimwi said it, yes. sorry, uh, for, it's a, uh, these are all weapons of sorrow, kind of, yes. right, for the raid, of. so the warlocks with their necrotic grips, cursed thrall explosions on even a non-exotic weapon, actually, detonate poison as well. So if you guys didn't know that, all these weapons pair with necrotic grip. So if you cause a cursed thrall explosion, they will also spread poison. Yeah. Yeah. Well, nobody said it. So, okay, sorry. Yeah. I do yeah. have a video from Fallout going over Crota's End's all-known secrets and tricks. And there is a hidden third chest that nobody's found as yet. I think they're waiting for raid secrets to kind of locate it. But Bungie, nah, bro, I found it. You haven't found it. Bungie did, did tweet it. out at the beginning of the week saying third chest question mark, smiley face, all that kind of thing, trying to tease nope. the community. But people Got were it. thinking that it could be something to do with how you do an encounter. Uh, you know, it's like not a, a triumph that's actually listed, but it, it's kind of just the way that you kind of do it. So keep your mm -hmm. keep your ears to the ground. If we find out, we will make sure people know. 
Also, by the time we find out, you'll probably already know. No, so. some people might not know. They <laughs> might just wait for this podcast each and every week because they know how much dedication that we put into finding all these different things out for them all in one go. And all they have to do is listen to us. Well, I sure hope that that's the case. I doubt it, but that'd be nice. But Cheese Forever did put out a video this week going over an easy ear uke glitch. So you remember, again, I think it's uh, a crater. It's, it's Destiny 1 Crota glitch. Do you remember where you could jump up to the ceiling and activate yes. the Death Singers? You can jump yep. up to a corner underneath Ear Ute to pick up the chalice before even getting into that room upstairs. Yep. So you can grab it, all be down in that bottom area, pass the chalice round before you even go off and do like damage and, and set her off. So there's a cool glitch. You can also do that during the Crota encounter too. Well, there you go then. You can do that yep. in the Crota encounter. Indeed! Indeed. Oh, I also have one more video. Uh, anyone can beat Crota's end with these easy strategies. So I'll, I'll tie that with the end. Uh, doubt it. Oh, no, video. I doubt it. So, nope. so I should Nothing. definitely watch that one. To one, learn the mechanics and then learn how to beat them with the easy strategies. Yes, indeed. Uh... And just avoid the lanterns. That's, that's all I'm mm -hmm. asking. Avoid the lanterns. Yeah. And the holes. Don't fall in the holes. No, you, you look, just turn up the brightness on your TV, on your monitor, on whatever you're using. Yeah, yeah. you'll see the holes. You don't need to avoid. No, it. Yeah, I mean, that was thing. Also, avoid them. You don't <laughs> want to not avoid the holes. That's not going to lead to victory either. <laughs> oh, somebody said explaining surrounded. Where's surrounded at? I didn't see you explain surrounded, dude. Uh, surrounded. Okay. Explosion, so surrounded is uh, this weapon gains bonus damage when three or more enemies are in close proximity. So, and the community insight for this on Destiny Item Manager, while within uh, eight meters of three enemies, 40% increased damage that lingers for 1.5 seconds after the condition is, is no longer met. Swords only receive a 35% damage increase. Um, grenades and rocket Yeah, they're, they're saying it's the enemies below him well, that are triggering it. it. Yeah. Well, as long as somebody's in that proximity, it's triggering, and you're getting 35% extra damage on that sword. You're getting increased, you know, as long as you've got the Relentless Strike on there, you're constantly getting ammo in your sword, so you, you know, don't necessarily need to keep searching around for heavy. And you've, if you've got a well down, you've, let's face it, it doesn't take much baiting to get Crota to come over to you and talk to you that much these days. So, yeah. You know, he's very lonely. He's looking for any kind of interaction he can get. <laughs> uh, no. He, uh, he, he, he's definitely trying to kill you, 100%. Yeah, I said interaction. I didn't say it was a it was a friendly one. Oh, and he hit so hard, man. Look, so I need someone to verify this for me because when we were fighting him, he was on purpose targeting the well sword before hitting anybody else. Yeah. Right? Did, Every did, did you not remember them time. saying they were gonna do that? Yeah. yeah. No. That long I don't that, that's that a thing wrong. that's the thing Bungie said some number of months ago. They're like, he's gonna target the sword. Okay. Not him okay, specifically. Or our enemies will now start targeting the sword. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. The bosses are going to be up to your clever tricks you've been using for the last six years. They they finally had a meeting and talked it over and said, "Listen, we need to put a put a stop to this." So we're gonna we're gonna start targeting swords. Right. Well. well yeah. And then and then after that's gone, he's too shots. He walk into the bubble so, as well. Mm -hmm. Even if he did, you can't kill. I mean, the bubble's going to take damage anyway. You know. So. Yeah, but no, what I'm saying is that, you know, he can't, there's nothing for him to destroy apart from the bubble. And he, if you mm -hmm. put on like a Titan with uh, Helm of St. 14 and blind him, does that not work? 
Just ask. I don't think you can blind bosses. Can you not just stand there with a banner of war at this point and go, come at me, bro, and he just dies out of fear? Because it seems like that's what's happening. That banner, man, the fact that they disabled it for the raid, I was butthurt. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) me and Mikey were already coming up with builds so that we would synergize with each other. And then they're like, yeah, Mm -hmm. no. I'm like... They're like, no, we're we're on to your clever games. Mm -hmm. Yep. So next time I do it, hopefully I'll have a couple of Titans with the banners. Just protecting us from Crota's shenanigans. Yeah. I know it is, dude. I'm I like like I'm jealous of the Titans for their banner and then their upcoming void super. That is very, very cool. Yeah. I can't wait to grab one of your axes and use it for my own devious, you know, means. Yes. It's like what is a hunter after battle axe? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Just Not go with it. We don't ask why questions. <laughs> hello and welcome to the fourth week of season 22 season of the witch starting on september 12th 2023 so for week four let's jump right in with our legacy rotation starting with the forsaken expansion ready if you are let's see what's out there the dreaming city this week is at a weak curse level which means petrovenge can be found in the strand and has the broken courier mission for the next week the Blind Well features Scorn enemies and the Plagues, Sycorus and Vericus. The Ascendant Challenge this week will be the Agonon's Abyss, which can be located over in the Bay of Drowned Wishes Lost Sector on the Dreaming City. Next up, the Shadowkeep expansion. On the Moon, the weekly story mission is Beyond. The Trove Guardian is located in Archer's Line, while the Wandering Nightmare is the Nightmare's Jax, Claws of Zivorath at the Hellmouth. And the Nightmare Hunts this week will be Crota, Despair, Fogoth, Fear, and Ghoul, Rage. For our Beyond Light expansion, on Europa this week, Kredis the Dark Priestess will be the Empire Hunt, Even Tired Runes will be the Eclipse Zone, and the Exo Challenge will be Survival. For the 30th Anniversary expansion, Dares of Eternity Legend rounds are Cabal, Taken, and for the final round, Crota. The Loot Rotation will be on Week 1's Rotation, with the Scatterhorn Armor Set and the Wild Hunt Armor Set being available. The weapons available this week will be the Arc Lightweight Frame Bow, Arsenic Bite 4B. The Arc Adaptive Frame Heavy Grenade Launcher, Blast Batu. The Solar Precision Frame Linear Fusion Rifle, Corsair's Wrath. The Void Wave Frame Energy Grenade Launcher, Deafening Whisper. The Kinetic Adaptive Frame Hand Cannon, Dire Promise. The Kinetic Precision Frame Sidearm, Enigma's Draw. The Kinetic Lightweight Frame Submachine Gun, Escape Velocity. The Arc Adaptive Frame Pulse Rifle, Giant 7 Rifle. The Kinetic Precision Frame Submachine Gun, Friction Fire. The Void Precision Frame Scout Rifle, Royal Chase. The Kinetic Aggressive Frame Hand Cannon, True Prophecy. And the Solar Adaptive Frame Fusion Rifle, Timelines Vertex. For the Witch Queen expansion. The Witch Queen weekly story mission is The Cunning, where the modifier will be Scorched Earth, with Barrier and Unstoppable Champions. Also this week you will have Altar of Reflections Catalyst, and Altar of Reflections Pact. The Wellspring activity has been updated to include a featured Throne World weapon, Veritas Armor, and a weapon pattern as its rewards. For the Lightful expansion, the weekly mission is No Time Left, with Barrier and Unstoppable Champions, Block Loadouts at Legend Difficulty and Higher, Void Threat, Void and Strand Shields, Pestilence, Arc and Strand Surges, with Overcharged Machine Guns, and Galvanized on Hero Difficulty only. The Partition mission will be Backdoor, Contest Mode Enabled, with Barrier and Overload Champions, Void Threat, Arc and Solar Shields, Shock Modifier, with Void and Strand Surges. 
and the Vex incursion this week will be Zephyr Concourse. In addition, the weekly Lightfall reset also refreshes the pinnacle drop for the node override Avalon exotic mission on the EDZ. For the Season of the Deep, all three fishing ponds are now exotic all week. Raids and Dungeons The Crota's End Raid Challenge this week is the second encounter, Cross the Bridge, called Precarious Balance. Guardians cannot step on the bridge while it is fully formed. The King's Hall Raid Challenge this week is the second encounter, War Priest, called Devious Thievery. Players must steal the brand of the initiate within a couple of seconds of taking the brand claimer's buff. The Vow the Disciple Challenge this week is the second encounter, the Caretaker, called Base Information, where runners cannot pick up more than one stack of knowledge on each run. The Deepstone Crypt Challenge this week is the fourth encounter, Tanix, called The Core 4. Guardians must dunk all four cores before each DPS phase. The Garden of Salvation Challenge this week is the fourth encounter, Sanctified Mind, called 0 to 100, where you must fully fill each conflux with 30 moats within 10 seconds of initially banking the first set of moats. And the last Wish Challenge this week is the second encounter, Shirochi, called Witch Witch. Guardians must not get hit or take damage from Shirochi's Arc Blast. Your Pinnacle Raid will be the Vault of Glass over in the Legends tab, which means all challenges will be available for each encounter. These are the first encounter, Confluxes, called Wait For It, where every Yellow Bar Wyvern must be killed as they sacrifice themselves to the Confluxes. The second encounter, Oracles, called The Only Oracle For You, Players cannot destroy the same oracle more than once. The third encounter, Templar, called Out of Its Way, where you must keep the Templar from teleporting. The fourth encounter, Gatekeeper, called Strangers in Time. Players must defeat the Praetorians and Wyverns at the same time. And the fifth encounter, Atheon, called Ensembler's Refrain. Each player teleported can only destroy one oracle in each spawn set. Also, with the Vault of Glass being the featured raid, this does mean that you can farm the final boss for a chance at the exotic fusion rifle Vex Mythoclast. The Pinnacle Dungeon will be the Shattered Throne over on the Dreaming City. And our exotic mission rotator will be Presage, with the Dead Man's Tail exotic scout rifle being the main reward. Craftable weapons available from this mission include the Arc Adaptive Glaive Nezarex Whisper, the Stasis Aggressive Frame Rocket Launcher Bump in the Night, the Kinetic Precision Frame Scout Rifle Tears of Contrition, the Void Adaptive Frame Trace Rifle Hollow Denial, the Kinetic Precision Frame Auto Rifle Fire Fright, the Solar Lightweight Frame Shotgun Without Remorse, the Kinetic Adaptive Frame Hand Cannon or Stringer, the Solar Sidearm Drang Baroque, the Solar Adaptive Frame Sniper Beloved, and the Solar Submachine Gun Callus Mini Tool, with the Idolum Pursuant Armor Set. Next up, Challenges. Acolytes Ascent 4. Complete Week 4 of the Bladed Path Quest for Challenge XP Forgotten Power Complete a powerful encounter in the Altars of Summoning and defeat 100 combatants using the damage type that matches your subclass for Challenge XP Plus Luminary 2 Master the Light by defeating 300 combatants with Void, Arc or Solar damage Earn bonus progress by affecting combatants with subclass abilities Void, Weaken, Arc, Jolt and Solar Ignite for Challenge XP Plus Plus Bounty Conjurer Complete three daily bounties during the Season of the Witch for Challenge XP+. Last Rites Get 150 ability final blows in Season of the Witch activities for Challenge XP++ and Bright Dust. Grandmaster Complete any Nightfall Strike on Grandmaster for Challenge XP++ and Bright Dust. And Calibrate Close Range Get 200 Close Range Weapon Calibrations with Sidearms, Submachine Guns, Shotguns, Glaives and Swords. Bonus progress for defeating Guardians. 4. Challenge XP Plus and Bright Dust. 
As a reminder, your daily loss sector will show you a flag outside which will give you details of threats, shields, champions and exotic armour you will find inside. But if you're new to the game or using an alternate character and can't find the flag outside, you will have to run through the loss sector normally to have it show up on your map as a legend slash master. Which you can either do solo or with a fire team. But you'll only be able to earn a chance at the exotic drop when completing solo. Tuesday, September 12th will be Exodus Garden 2A on the Cosmodrome for exotic helmets, Void Threat, Solar and Strand Surges, Void Shields, Scorched Earth Modifier, Overcharged Linear Fusion Rifles with Barrier and Overload Champions. Wednesday, September 13th will be Sepulchre on the Throne World for exotic boots, Solar Threat, Arc and Strand Surges, Solar and Arc Shields, Fire Pit Modifier, Overcharged Fusion Rifles with Barrier and Unstoppable Champions. Thursday, September 14th will be Extraction on the Throne World for exotic gauntlets, Arc Threat, Arc and Strand Surges, Arc and Void Shields, Raider Shield Modifier, Overcharged Glaives with Overload and Unstoppable Champions. Friday, September 15th will be Metamorphosis on the Throne World for exotic chests, Arc Threat, Arc and Strand Surges, Arc and Solar Shields, Scorched Earth Modifier, Overcharged Machine Guns with Overload and Unstoppable Champions. Saturday, September 16th will be the K1 Revelations on the Moon for exotic helmets, Void Threat, Arc and Strand Surges, Arc Shields, Fire Pit Modifier, Overcharged Machine Guns with Barrier and Unstoppable Champions. Sunday, September 17th will be the K1 Communion on the Moon for exotic boots, Solar Threat, Arc and Strand Surges, Solar and Void Shields, Arachno Modifier, Overcharged Linear Fusion Rifles with Barrier and Overload Champions. And finally, back round to Monday, September 18th, will be the K1 Crew Quarters on the Moon for Exotic Gauntlets, Arc Threat, Arc and Strand Surges, Solar Shields, Hot Knife Modifier, Overcharged Glaives with Barrier and Overload Champions. Lead the way. Grandmaster Nightfalls return this week, bringing with them our fourth featured Nightfall of the season, which will see us face off against the War Watcher, Eye of Zebra Wrath, in the Highest Battlegrounds Europa, where you have a chance to get a Pinnacle Engram if you complete the Nightfall with a score of 200k or more. This Nightfall is free to play. You'll be able to earn high-end gear for your characters including the Nightfall featured weapon, Exotic Gear, Enhancement Cores, Enhancement Prisms, Ascendant Shards and Adept Nightfall Ciphers. The higher the Nightfall difficulty, the more common the drop will be, with the featured weapon and Exotic Gear being uncommon at Hero difficulty, to being common with Ascendant Shards in Grand Masters. You will face Barrier and Unstoppable Champions, with Solar, Arc and Void Shields. Your Nightfall modifiers are Hero difficulty, maximum effective level 1765, matchmaking is available, enemies have extra shields, champions foe, you will face barrier and unstoppable champions. You can either use intrinsic exotics, use a subclass debuff or unlock anti-champion mods from the seasonal artifact. An elemental surge, 25% bonus to an outgoing elements damage. Overcharged weapons, weapons overcharged from the seasonal artifact are active in this activity. Kinetic weapons do increase damage when your subclass element matches an active surge. 2 Elemental Surges, 25% bonus to 2 Outgoing Elements Damage Overcharged Weapons, 25% bonus damage to a specific weapon type Galvanized, combatants have more health and are more difficult to stun Legend Difficulty, Maximum Effective Level 1815, includes all previous modifiers except Galvanized No Matchmaking Equipment Locked, you will be unable to change your equipment once the mission starts Master Difficulty, Maximum Effective Level 1820 includes all previous modifiers except Galvanized and Champions Mob. This difficulty adds more champion enemies. To combat champions this season you have access to subclass counters as well as a choice of intrinsic anti-champion artifact mods, which are 
anti-barrier auto rifle, anti-barrier bow, unstoppable scout rifle, and unstoppable fusion. You also have exotic weapons and armor that can help with intrinsic mods as well. For anti-barrier, the kinetic bow wishender, the kinetic linear fusion rifle arbalist, the kinetic pulse rifle revision zero, the solar energy hand cannon Ariana's vow, the solar heavy sword the lament, and the titan gauntlet second chance which gain a second charge of a shield throw melee, which becomes shield piercing and stuns barrier champions. And for unstoppable, the kinetic fusion rifle bastion, the kinetic hand cannon malfeasance, the kinetic scout rifle touch of malice, the solar energy sidearm devil's ruin, the void heavy bow leviathan's breath, and the hunter gauntlets Atheris's embrace, which have a chance to stun unstoppable champions with their empowered weighted knife. Lord Shax brings Momentum Control to the Crucible for the fourth week of the season. Momentum Control is a 6v6 PvP mode which is a variation on the regular control mode, where every weapon is significantly higher in lethality, meaning that you can take out your opponents much faster than normal. Respawns are instant, and defeating enemy players in Momentum Control will grant faster regeneration on your melee, grenade, and super. Players get increased damage resistance when they activate a super, to help counteract that little bit of extra damage that the guns give out. The mode also has increased capture speeds on points and the radar is removed for every player. Achieve victory by capturing zones and defeating opponents. Supremacy will also be available in the Relentless Crucible playlist. Supremacy is a 6v6 PvP mode which is a variation of Clash. Every Guardian that falls will leave a class-based crest behind, and collecting those is the key to winning each match, no matter if they were dropped by a defeated enemy or by a fallen comrade. Securing opposing Guardian's crest will net the team one point, and collecting a fallen teammate will deny your opponent that point. Focus on recovering the crest to earn points and defeat the opposing team. And available in the Crucible Labs playlist this week will be Relic. Relic is a 6v6 PvP party mode where all players wreak havoc and destruction on their foes with a Relic weapon. Relics include the Aegis Shield from Vault of Glass, the Synaptic Spear from Season of the Risen, and the Scythe from Season of the Haunted. Each player charges their personal Relic energy by defeating opponents with their normal loadout. Upon reaching full charge, players can acquire the Relic from the Relic Depot. Defeating relic holders and using relics to defeat opponents earns points for the team. Delightful! And Dependable Saint 14 will be back at the weekend with Trials of Osiris Dominion, bringing with him a whole host of rewards for players who do make it to the lighthouse and open the chest. These include the Hero's Wake Exotic Ghost Shell, the Valiant Memory Exotic Ship, the Survivor's Journey Exotic Sparrow, a new armor set, and the new Trial Shader, Bloodline Feud. Trials of Osiris Dominion is a 3v3 PvP high stakes game mode with a twist of a capture point. In Dominion, two teams of three go head to head in a battle for control of a capture point. Teams can either work together to capture the control point or eliminate the enemy team to win the round. Only available from Friday Reset until Tuesday Weekly Reset, Trials gives every player the chance to show off their PvP skills to obtain some of Destiny's most sought after weapons and armor. Players that compete in Trials of Osiris will have all of their games tracked through a passage card a ticket purchased from Saint-14 in the lower hangar of the tower. Winning rounds and matches in Trials of Osiris will grant exclusive weapons, armor, pinnacle gear, masterwork materials, and even adept gear for the most skilled players who can reach the lighthouse with a flawless ticket of seven games won and no losses. Five round wins will bag you the match for your passage card. By competing in Trials, you do have a chance to pick up two pinnacle engrams from playing each week, one from 50 round wins and the other from winning seven games. These do not have to be done all in one go, but you do have to complete them before the weekly reset. That is amazing. And possibly this week we might see double XP across all Crucible playlists. Fingers crossed. And that's it for the fourth week of Season of the Witch. Guardian down. What else are we talking about, guys?
well, what else were we talking about? There's some, been some updates this week. Updates? Yeah. What are we updating? We, well, updating Destiny, of course. So What's we, getting updated in Destiny? Well, I don't know if you want to talk about the updates. Do you want to talk I about I want to talk about the updates. Do you? Do you I really do, want to talk about Do, do, do you really, really want to talk about update 7203 that came out on the 7th of September? Because I'm not sure you do. Not really. Because the first one, which I know you're super excited about, Kinda. is match match wins and trials of Osiris. Oh, awesome. Now have a high chance to drop non-adept trial weapons. Even better. Now, no, I'm going to need. I'm going to need. Hold on, wait. Did you say just wins? Yes, I, I did. Match wins in trials now have a high chance to drop non-adept trials weapons. I don't have to get so, to the end to get a trials weapon or farm a freaking Ingram. I can just get a win in a match. You'll have a high chance. Oh, actually, I am kind of excited about that. I know you were being facetious, but that's actually pretty good. This is all <laughs> we'll see again. I need to see what what you mean by win and what you mean by high, because <laughs> a high chance. Does that mean I actually get one if I play, you know, 30 games in a weekend or is it? No, no, no. If you play 100 games, then then you'll have a 2% chance to get it versus our 0.08% chance. Mm. So while I want to read these words and be excited, I know how Bungie treats words. So mm-hmm. I'll wait until next weekend to see if there, there is excitement to be had. Right. But they did while you're in Crucible, maybe getting your, your non-adept trials weapons. They fixed an issue where Shaq's competitive ascend ascendant rank emblem was not updated for the new season. So if you if you were getting that and you got the old one and you were sad, now now it's there and now it'll be new and you can have it. And Yay. you can put it on and everyone can go, What's that? And you can go, I'm good at PvP and they go, Oh. <laughs> the also some, oh, what's worth it? <laughs> I'm here for the enjoyment of everyone, just like the seasonal <laughs> content. Where, where are you guys super excited about your new set of ritual rewards at the end of the season? What's at that? the end of your Vanguard, your Crucible, and your Gambit ritual playlist activities, players have a chance to earn a piece of this new armor set. Wait, what? Everyone's remember the new armor set that they said they were going to really give cool us because yeah, everyone moaned about it that it's now there to get if you play ritual things. They want to go, yeah. And then they'll never touch it again because nobody cares about armor. But it's not dropping yeah, as ornaments, it's dropping as armor. Yeah, well, you can turn it into ornaments, who gives a damn? No, but it was ornaments when it was in the Eververse store before they took it out of Ever- Eververse and put it into the game. Remember, because this was the free yeah. Eververse set. Mm-hmm. Uh... And now you got to grind for it, so go grind for it. They also fixed an issue where the director-level ritual challenges were not distributing exotic engrams. So now when you do your you know nine matches or something, it should actually give you an exotic engram like it's meant to. Uh, they faced an issue where players could not easily enter the hive portals in the witch wing of the helm. <laughs> Which I appreciate. Because when I try to go visit Eris to add cards to my to my tarot deck, half the time I would fly through that portal and smack into the wall behind it, not I actually going in the through the portal. Just now that happened to me. Yeah, so they fixed that, which is good, because it would take Apparently me about... <laughs> Well, you know, not not for you, but for everybody else, they they fix the issue where where you can actually go to that part of the helm properly now to the witch wing in the part of the helm, and uh, it should work down. The other other portals is still probably broken, but that one was real broken. So hopefully it'll be better now. You know, just, uh, for, well, you're, you're, because, oh, because I had to activate it. Never mind. It, it wasn't really a portal. You stand in front of it and you have to activate it. Yeah, you yeah, know that 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 one you still have to press the button. Yeah. The, the one that says push, you still have to push. This is the one where you just run through. Half the time, it wasn't actually taking you anywhere. No, my bad. So I said it now why don't you do that? No button involved. 
your exotic no rotator missions that I know you're super excited about. Yeah. They fixed an issue where the deep side exotic weapons were not being awarded at the legendary difficulty versions. So oh, if you did them on legendary, oh, 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 you were sad. And now you'll be less sad because now you should actually get the thing you want. They also fixed an issue where players were not able to reach Archie due to lasers and non-functioning teleporters. Archie, so now you can reach Archie. 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 I know you're going to yell at me, but who's Archie? Mm. He has a whole comic about him. Yeah, not that one. Pretty sure it's not that guy. He's the inventor. No. Are you sure? That's somebody else. No, I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure. There is, I'm not there is, totally sure. There is, there is a... A friend that you can you can pet that lives in the lives in the tower. A dog. Mm-hmm. The dog's name is Archie. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Well, now you can call him by his name. Oh, that's fine. There's some, there's some UI and UX fixes. The seasonal tab in the quest menu is now using the appropriate seasonal icon, which I know we're all concerned about. Oh, well, stacks of transparent effects do not split into individual items in the player's inventories. Instead. They convert to one for players who have not previously logged into the game, uh, into the season of which season of the witch, your transmat effect effects, um, weren't, weren't working right. So now your transmat things should work better now. Oh, good. And then everyone will be happy. The apply to all shader bucket now adopts the same shader being the apply, the apply to all shader bucket now adopts the same shader item ordering that you, that it's used by the shader socket of armor items. Huh? So hopefully when you go to look in your list of shaders in the let me apply the shader to everything versus let me apply the shader to one piece, uh-huh. those should be ordered in the same way versus the insane ordering that they were different every time. So when you're like, great, the shader I want on page eight, then you go to access it to apply all the, to all the shaders and now it's somewhere completely different. Now they should order the same way no matter how you access that list of shaders. But really, gotcha. take the three you want, make them favorites, and never scroll past page one again. Problem solved. Yes. Hey, for your abilities, they adjust the description text on Weavewalk to correctly call out the ener- that it uses melee energy. And uh, fix an issue that was causing the multiple banner of war effects to stack. Oh, uh, don't fix that! Which I'm going to guess is why they disabled it for the raid. Just, just guessing. I don't think uh, that's why. I think they disabled it for the raid because even in its functioning state, it's pretty freaking broken. Yeah, it could be that too. Yeah, but don't worry. I mean, we have you, armor. you get a worm husk crown heal every second. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will not. I will stand right in the, in that lovely green circle of happiness. Right. Just like they reverted the change to my luminous void shaders application on armor pieces, so now it'll be less broken for when they changed it accidentally and it broke. They fixed an issue causing malfeasance and Lamonarch to benefit. Fixed an issue causing. Malfeasance and Lamonarch to benefit from anti-champion artifact perks. Oh, so that was the can it do both of these things? Well, it could do both of those things, but but it turns out it was not supposed to. But your anti-champion artifact perks should now all overcharge all their respective weapon types and activities where the modifier is active. Note the overload machine guns artifact perk description will not reflect this functionality. This will be addressed in a future patch. So it should all work the way it's supposed to now, but the machine guns won't tell you about it. And hey, they fixed an issue causing the Festival Dance Exotic emote not to perform the correct animation or effects. So your Festival Dance... dance Your Festival Dance Exotic emote was not Festival Dance. Oh, the emote. Oh, the emote. Sorry. 
and your disabled weapon crafting progress from your base difficulty campaign completions? Well, um, you'll now be able to get that. Really, no. Disabled weapon crafting progress from base. But when you play the base difficulty campaign missions, you will not get weapon crafting progress, which seems silly. But sure, we'll call it a reason. Uh, They adjusted the kinetic tremors to take 14 bullets to trigger on submachine guns. And they have a note that they will be adjusting the other archetypes in future releases. So to get the kinetic tremors procced, it's going to be different different number of bullets going forward, depending on the weapon you're using to proc them. The fact that I can get it on a submachine gun makes me happy anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they also fixed an interaction between the tessellation and storm trance that allowed players to shoot special shots more often than intended. And finally, they fixed an issue where your anthology lore book pages were being unlocked early by listening to the same radio message on repeat on multiple characters. So no lore early. You gotta wait for that lore, or just watch YouTube and let people tell, tell it to Sorry, you. Sorry, bye. Either way. Wow, that is, that is some broken stuff that is no longer broken. It is. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. But Something we, we do also have effects. a This Week in Destiny, or as we like to call it, a TWAB. Because mm. we're going to stick to be calling it a TWAB, because I'm not reverting. That's it. That's what it's called. I'm, I'm, I'm on board with that. I got you, bro. Good. So This Week in Destiny, or the TWAB, for the 7th of September, is from our friend in Germany, Timon. Not Dimwi. So you're telling me Dimwi didn't write the didn't write the twelve? Who? <laughs> Dimwi. He's from Germany. He didn't know. Ah, fair, fair enough. Well, it, it could be Timon. Sorry, Are you Timon, Dimwi? I've us. never seen them in the same room at the same time before. I've never <laughs> seen them in any room <laughs> at all. That's what I'm saying. So That's last funny. week in Destiny, they discussed the Crota's End raid race and the Bungie rewards. We tried to last week in our show. The Iron Banner updates, the Turtle Power, and the Cabbage Patch, which Parody did try and tell people about, but he got completely shut down. We did manage to tell you about the Prime Gaming update. But topics for this week, the final call for the Guardians for Maui fundraiser, updates from the PvP Strike team, the You Want to See Our Tessellation clips, new Ritual Armor sets, which we've already talked about, the world's first race winners interview. They've done another interview. Those those cheeky German, monkeys right? that, that keep getting the, the world's first. They, they've done another interview. Uh, the player support report, or our parodies player support report. And then movies of the week and art of the week. We have this week. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like this happens once a week. Yeah. So by the time you hear this, the Guardians from Maui will be over and done with. So, you know, if you purchased your, your t shirt and you got your emblem, Good for you. Well done. Thank you for helping out. And Bungie would like to say thank you for helping out. You're welcome. Yeah. PvP Strike Team. Did you miss it a couple of weeks ago? Because their fearless leader, game director Joe Blackburn, recently announced some exciting PvP news in a video. So we talked about it. And hopefully you've seen it or you've all kind of talked about it since. Have you? Have we talked about it? Did you talk about it, Respawn? Of course. I assume someone's talked about it. Who knows who, though? Tell me all about this PvP strike team. Tell me about the beautiful things they're going to do. Well, they want your input. They they want to know what's happening. They they want they don't want you to just tell them that something's broken and not a way to fix it. But they actually want you to tell them how you feel about playing certain game modes, and you know if you're enjoying playing, how long you're in, you're playing, and things like that. So I hate you, PvP. Can you make it more weapon? Centric and less ability centric. Bam, done. 
But they've they, done that. They did. Modes. Yeah. Done. Good. On to the well, next one. Do, do, do the same thing for trials. There you go. So they, they've already collected a lot of feedback so far, and they want to give you all another opportunity to share your freshest ideas on how you would like to see PvP continue and improve. As a specific example, what game modes or rule sets would you be interested in seeing in the competitive playlist? So just competitive there. They have set up a couple of collection points for you to kind of leave your feedback. So you've got the Bungie.net forums, you've got Reddit, and you've got Twitter. Mm. They, they value the feedback. They want to hear more feedback now that they're, you know, doing things with it. Yeah. Tell them what you want because, you know, everyone says, oh, only the streamers get to say what, what they have, what they, what they want to do. And Bungie only listens to them. Well, Bungie's saying, here's your opportunity. Tell them things. And I'll give you a hint. If you don't scream at them and give them, like, actually well thought out feedback, they will probably be more inclined to listen to it versus if you start screaming at them and going, get good scrubs. Then they'll go, nope, skip, that guy's a moron. We're not going to listen to him. Are they, wait, hold on. They, are they telling us to get good scrubs, not the other way around? Why would we be telling them to get good scrubs? No. Never Have you never set foot into any of these communities and looked at people's feedback to Bungie? Generally, no. Well, lots of dumb people say lots of dumb things. So hmm. I'm saying if, if you don't do that, they'll be more inclined to actually take your feedback. That's all. That's yeah. all I'm saying. So don't forget right now in the Crucible Labs, they have Relic. It's available for one more week only. So next week will be the last week for Relic. And then we move into Checkmate. And I believe it goes something like Checkmate Control. Yeah. Then it goes Checkmate checkmate Control for two weeks, Checkmate Survival for two weeks, and then Checkmate uh, Rumble for the following two weeks. And then we go back to Relic after that continuing for, for the rest of the season. So. You've only got week four is another relic week, and then we move into checkmate and the the different variations on checkmate. So they they yeah, do kind for, of point for six to weeks, yeah. And respawn. That's the one you want. The check the 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 checkmate is the one where it's gunplay focus. That's we're, we're going to call that the Call no. of Duty mode for everybody who's going. What is that? That's the Call of Duty mode it. where, where it's it's much more focused on gunplay and much less on abilities and supers and, you know, the rest of what makes Destiny Destiny. But if you want to play Call of Duty in your Destiny, you, you want to skip this week, but then for those those next six weeks, that's when you want to play. So we go back to Relic, which is the fun party mode with the Relics mm. for the rest of the season. Yeah. And speaking of other playlists, one thing that they're currently working on is complete restructure of the current playlist to create a clearer identity and purpose for each playlist. So they're looking at everything from which modes and maps in each playlist and matchmaking tuning to each lobby balance and rotation. So there, there is something that they're kind of looking at, sorting out for us now. So there you go. Seems fair. It does. And this does include like sandbox balancing, spawning issues, rewards, and additional quality of life features as well. Mm -hmm. So the new ritual armor set... So a couple of weeks ago, they mentioned the new ritual armor set. We've just talked about it, that it is just an armor set that will be dropping from all your kind of ritual playlists. But introducing the Hinterland for the Hunter, the Biosphere Explorer for the Titans, and the Osury for the Warlocks. And there's a lovely picture in the Twelve, which I'll probably put as our <laughs> you know, thumbnail for the, the video and podcast this week, just so you can see it. Hmm. So they have three different names for each of the classes, but it's just the one armor set. Yep. 
Okay, so so that's just the name of that particular armor set on the classes. So it's not like th- each class is getting a different piece of armor, or, or a different correct, you know different look and feel. Okay, sounds good. Very good. Yeah, you know it's Crota, so it's got to be special. Mm-hmm. You know, each armor set has to have a different. I'm sorry, each class has to have a different name for their armor set. True. Yeah. True. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Totally. We would like to see those tessellation clips. So if you pre-order the final shape and you have your tessellation, <laughs> which they may or may not have disabled, I don't know, I keep seeing chatter about that. Um, they do say it is a juicy one, so consume your grenade and it goes boom. Show us your best clips with the tessellation using hashtag tessellation D2 or hashtag destiny MOTW movie of the week on, you know, the social mediums that you should already know about by now. And next week's mm-hmm. TWAB, they will show us all the clips that we showed them. And, you know, they remind us that, you know, go order the final shape and you can, you can get the tessellation. Then you can make the clips and then they, then they can okay. show you the clips and the big circle continues. Let me get this. Let me clear this up. You've got to pay a hundred dollars uh-huh. to enter this movie of the week emblem competition for this week anyway. Uh-huh. Right. Just, yeah, just, just, you know, making that kind of clarification there. So that's yeah, the only yeah. way I can get the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 It, it, it's just a hundred dollars to, to have a chance. Not even to get oh, it, to, to, to have a chance yeah, at it. to have a chance. To have, yeah, yeah. to have maybe the opportunity to receive it. Because, I Question mean... Question for the Warlocks out there. Mm-hmm. Regarding this topic. Right? So, the gun eats a grenade to give it extra damage, right? Well, those grenade-spamming Warlocks, can you just keep feeding your grenade to the gun? Yes. No, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to say yes. Just Yeah. If, any Warlocks out there that happen to have this gun, let me know if that's a thing. If you can just rapidly fire off those rounds with your grenade spam build. Because that would be kind of broken. You know, it would be going back to doing what it was disabled for doing. So. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Yeah, Punji wouldn't do that. There's got to be some kind of time limit to feeding it or something. The winner is not Respawn. Nope. nope, not me. Not it's you. It's Team Elysium again for the fourth time. It is. <sighs> wow. And they have a lovely interview with them, which if you've ever seen any interview with anybody ever who's who's won a thing, it's exactly that. So <laughs> after five hours and 51 minutes, they defeated Crota. They have their fourth raid belt. Deacon should be commended for all of her, her tutelage and her coaching, leading them to another victory. Very hard work, yes. She puts in a lot of hard work and effort with them, those guys. They, you know, I mean, she's she's got to hide it from you, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's pretty good. I mean, it's four four in a row, and and I did I did read the interview, and if you want to go to Bungie.net, you can read it too. I mean, it's I, I read it to see is there anything there, and it's basically like, no, we had a good time. It was hard, you know. Find yourself a good team, communicate well. It's again, if you've ever seen a sport or gaming person win a thing, the interview is exactly what you'd expect it to be. What was exciting? It was rewarding to win it. <laughs> what did you enjoy about it? I enjoyed the competition and the race, and you know it was stressful but fun. So yeah, now they, you know. I think they did what say they that it was a, it was a very good challenge, didn't they? They said you know it was it was definitely worth a kind of world's first belt for how difficult it was. So Bungie did well in kind of stepping up the difficulty. Ooh. Don't listen to respawn. Listen to uh, Moople, Salter Greppo, 
because they know what they're talking about. No, I didn't say they didn't make it more difficult. <laughs> I just think it's stupid and unsatisfying. Don't listen to Respawn. It's not stupid. I mean, I believe that it's up to my opinion. Tell you my what opinion is, is I think it's stupid. I can tell you what is stupid. Stupid Your bugs. Face. Stupid bugs. So, Parody, yeah. tell us about the, the player support report. Bugs are stupid. Face. Harris gets yes, a deck of whispers. Dax needs a deck of yowls. Yeah! Which would be great if he had. What? Shaq needs a deck of yells. What did you say? Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Your spoils of conquest triumph. Uh, well, there's an issue, and they're investigating with your spoils of conquest triumph for Crota's end. Um, that prevents it from being completed. It will be, you know, fixed in an upcoming update. So if you're trying to get that triumph, no, you're not. Ritual violence respawn. Ritual Violence Seasonal Challenge. They would like more Ritual Violence. They would re request a 10x increase in the Ritual Violence they're seeing. And that may be because the description for the Seasonal Challenge for Week 3 is incorrect. Uh, you can complete this challenge by rapidly defeating targets in Ritual Playlists. I don't know what it tells you to do, but it tells you to do something else. Uh -huh. Week 3, Ritual Violence. It says, rapidly defeat targets in the Season of the Witch activities. So that's what it says to do. It, you can actually just pick any old activity. So you can go into Gambit, murder all the things, and you have completed your ritual violence. Can I just do it in Iron Banner? You can, yes. Oh, there you go. There's lots of ritual violence in there. So much ritual violence. Your special deliveries kiosk, it, that, that's the thing that exists now. And beginning with the launch of you know this season, if you pre-ordered anything or have a secret stash bundle, it'll be moved off the Cryptarch and into that new special kiosk. Players missing items should double-check double this vendor for additional rewards. Now, if you're a New Light player, you'll continue to receive them in Shahan in the Crucible. So ignore that kiosk. It doesn't exist for you. Mm. And as a reminder, that kiosk is between our buddy Rahul and the gunsmith. So as you're heading down the corridor to see Ikora, right on the right-hand side, before you get to the little bridge of death, there's a little kiosk there that'll, that'll shine at you Very if you pick up Amazon message. things and go, oh, look, they're there now. So if there's something there, it'll 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 you know shine at you and you'll go, why are you here? You're new. And if there's nothing there, then ignore it. There's nothing there for you. And you can just go on about your day. And as always, we told you what things they fixed. And now we're gonna tell you what things are broken. There's the reports of some players of not receiving their, their Cortisen <laughs> contest mode emblem within the expected time frame and complete conditions. The season of the deep sonar station no longer provides any bounties, preventing completion of the aquatic operations challenge which is still broken, so it'll be fixed at some point. But yeah, if, if you're trying to pick up uh, Sonar Vendor Bounties, you can't. There, there simply aren't any available to you. Players in loadout locked activities can get kicked out of orbit while attempting to swap mods or cosmetics on their items. So fix your fashion game, then go into your locked activity. Due to an issue, the Eidolon Ally Auto Rifle can no longer be pulled from collections, so if you have it, don't delete it. Some weapons from Crota's End do not always have a fi have firing audio. So they all come with silencers equipped. Very quiet. Some players haven't been able to progress through the new light uh, tower hangar and unlock the full tower for reasons that they're aware of, that they're going to fix. Yeah. Uh, the round and round we go seasonal challenge is currently not counting orbs generated in Gambit. Missy Bungie, what? I know you don't care about Gambit, but some of us care about Gambit, and you need to at <laughs> least make the basic things work in it. 
So no. you, you'll have to generate your orbs of power in Vanguard or Crucible playlist for the time being to get your challenge XP plus plus plus. Disappointing. Some players aren't able to finish the last Will and Testament mission. Well, I mean, you guys, you guys should just just finish it. Just don't don't give up. Just finish it. You're able. I promise you, you can do it. I believe in you. Attempting to activate the elemental runes with shotguns or fusion rifles can sometimes destroy the rune, temporarily blocking progress. So be gentle with the runes, guys. Gentle. The monochromatic maestro artifact perk does not activate with strand. It doesn't. The dungeon completion tracker on emblems does not function. How many dungeons have you completed? You'll never know. And the description for the legendary version of Savathun Spire activity incorrectly displays that matchmaking is available because it's a legendary and it is not available. You must get friends and Bungie must fix bugs. And that's the ones they're going to fix, but not today, Satan. So that's your list of issues. Did you say not today, Satan? No, not today, Satan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Morning, T-Rex. Wow. <laughs> And then we have so, movies and art of the week that people know. entered by not spending a hundred dollars. Yes. Yeah. And somebody actually cre- recreated the marathon trailer in Destiny Two. The amount of time and effort they went to to recreate it shot for shot in Destiny Two is amazing. So that's it? it's definitely worth a, a movie of the week. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. So yeah. All right. Perfect. Well. Perfection. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that was that. And, and Bungie also wants to enrich the new noon returning player experience. They do. By, by bringing you Cade. Yeah, they're teasing you Cade again. Yeah, Cade will be back, so, so you should feel enriched. They also basically just talk about, um, hey, we added these new things to the game. You, sh- you should come back and play our game because we added all these new things to it. Like like Guardian game, like Guardian Ranks and, and the Friendship Finder and you know, the power system, you no longer have to grind your face off for months to go play anything. So, so it's better. So you, sh- you, should, you should get to the fun faster. And meet Kate. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Am, I, am I selling it? Are you in? You, you sold me, yeah. You know, I, I, hear, I hear the cynicism in your voice, and I don't appreciate it. Right? It, it is funny, because like, I read this over, and it's like, hey, we, we did things. You should come play them. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm already here, so I, I feel enriched, I guess. No, but this is for the new players and the returning players. Yeah, not the returning the players. I've been here. The f- what are you dinging? What's dinging over there? Or blooping? You can hear that? Yeah. Yes, we can hear whatever you're dinging. Yeah, that's all. My son is behind me with my Steam Deck. My yeah. God, that, you do, you never all. understand you're how microphones me. work, do you? We can hear Dude, you. this microphone is supposed to be omni uh, not not omnidirectional. It's supposed to be just just where my face is. That's why when I pull it away like this, yeah. I can still hear you. Away. Yeah, we, we I, can still but, hear you. But you don't hear me as well. Yeah. You know? But but we is can it, still what? hear. It, it doesn't mm. Yeah, the audio mm. is is less. The audio is not gone. We can still hear you. Right. Exactly what but you're saying. But my son is behind me with a thing that that has <laughs> less of a footprint <laughs> than a freaking <laughs> Boop, boop, yeah. boop, is what we're hearing. And, wow. And funny enough, when you're playing, we can hear the clickety clacks. That's funny because I'm not playing. Well, not now. When he said when, when you, you're playing. When, when you're, you're not playing. playing, there's no clacks. Yeah. Uh-huh. There, there's boom, 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 <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Wow. Yeah. 
the microphone sucks. Or the audio is great. Or the microphone's great. If you're not playing, that leaves you free to read a response report roundup then. Yeah, it sure does. All right. Note how he is not in front of the microphone, because while we can still hear him, it is not quite as good. And notice the difference as he moves back. I was in front. I was just looking down into my backpack, looking for a power cord, which is not in there. But that's not where the response report roundup is. Oh, the roundup. I'm I'm a dumbass. The roundup is not in the backpack. Uh, Yep, no, it's not in the backpack. Where we got two hours ago. There we go. I checked. Bungie has confirmed that Essence of the Oversoul is account-based and drops once per week as a guaranteed drop in Crota's end raid. So, you need, what, 30 of them? Is That's how many you need, right? Yes, I think you need... Isn't it 20 to actually get the Necrochasm? Oh, you need 50! That's right! You need 20 to get the Necrochasm and then another 30 for the Catalyst. Oh, so is it, you need Is it just 50. another 10? For the catalyst. Mm-mm. Okay. No, I heard from somebody who got it that once you get the the gun, it resets. Oh, I'm gonna have to look this up. The now. thing you gotta get thirty more, right? No, no, no. It's not five clears. It says, um, drops once per week as a guaranteed drop in Crota's end. Not five. You don't get it every clear. You got a chance at every clear. If you do you the get triumph, one guaranteed drop. If you look through the the triumphs, there are triumphs that you can do that will guarantee you get one as well. So if you do triumphs as well each week, you can also get one guaranteed from those, if I can find Yeah, I got one this morning from a triumph for completing the raid. That brings me to a grand total of three. <laughs> um, so if you do the conservation of energy, which is complete the conservation of energy challenge, which is, I think that this is the, the, the week that it's up. This is the first week where you have to if I'm remembering this correctly, it's light every other lamp going through the, the throwaway, going through the, the lamp encounters. Well, so, that's what we were trying to do anyway. <laughs> so you'll get a, a essence of oversoul for that. There is uh, in unison. So complete all encounters in Crota's end with the full t- full fire team of the same class. So you've got to do the abyss encounter, oversoul, throne, bridge, Iyut, and son of Crota, son of Oryx. And you'll get one for that. Featherlight, if you complete the Abyss encounter in these stills without letting any player reach 10 stacks of Weight of Darkness, you can get one for that. Whoa, hold on. Without letting any player reach 10 stacks? Yep. Damn. That's hard. Yeah, that's hard. But it's a triumph and you can get it. And you need it for the Sword Bearer title. Precarious Balance, which is the challenge that is up next week, which is... I believe you have to cross the get people across the bridge without the bridge forming fully. So nobody can be on the bridge when it's fully formed. So as long as you jump before the bridge hits the other end and you make it, then you'll get that challenge done. And you're, that's an essence of oversoul. Equal vessels, which is another challenge for Ute, and then all for one, I think, is the one for Krota. Then we have Broken Throne. So you have to complete the master tier of Krota's end all encounters and then you get war's lament which looks like a ship and the oversoul edict plus two you get two for that one threatening reach defeat all sword bearers in the oversoul throne bridge encounter from the opposing side of the chasm you get one for that uh communal rights during each round of the eut encounter at at least one player must expunge eut get one for that singular sensation 
complete the Crota Son of Oryx encounter with only one player enlightened at a time. And then Conquest by Virtue, complete all encounter challenges in the master tier of the Crota's Raid. Um, but you don't get an oversoul. You don't get, yeah, you don't get an oversoul for that. You get the Crota's Exile, which looks like a sparrow. Okay. Sorry, back, back to your respawns. And apparently once you, oh, yeah, once you no, do get your first thing. raid completion, you can farm an individual encounter for the Oversoul. You know, it is just RNG, but you can go back in and farm the essence of the Oversoul once you get your first yeah. completion by just, you know, running running lamps, running bridge, or, you know, pick your favorite encounter and just farm it over and over again. And it looks like there's like yeah. thir- 13 Oversouls, maybe, if I counted right, through the various challenges. So it's So, yeah, a lot of RNG, but... There, at least it's part. At least it's farmable, and it's not like one a week, and now you have to wait till next week, and you'll never ever receive this. This could be worse. Uh, bunch of help. Due to an issue, we have disabled the Pyro Gale exotic gauntlets and all activities. I don't know what that is. This item is expected to be re-enabled on September nineteenth. That's like what ten days. Ten days from now. So so complete. Ten days from now. So completing the Vex incursion that I just did, and I got my new Pyro Gale gauntlets for my Titan, the new solar ones. Now I can't use them for ten days. But at least I have them. So what do they do? No, it's, what do they do? it's better. Well, I wouldn't know because I can't touch they? them. Uh, well, you can read them. Let me open Dim because something just happened. The Xbox kicked me off. I was oh. going to tell you there. The Pyro Gale gauntlets. Are it, it modifies the burning mullen to a single high damage slam of your hammer that creates oh, that five one. cyclones of flame. Oh. Consecration's second slam creates a cyclone of flame. So, um, 650% increased damage and releases three waves, each of which creates a cyclone. So, what I'm imagining is the, the hunter's. I see Cyclone, except with fire. That's what I'm imagining. Don't tell me if I'm wrong, because I'll know in 10 days. No, you're definitely wrong, because it's... Well, okay, hold on. It was more powerful. Now, this is from Titans that I was doing the raid with, right? Because I asked them, I was like, dude, why don't you swap over to the new Solar? Because he was just rocking Superman Slam, right? And I was like, why don't you do the hammer? It's going to be more damage for the Crota, you know, the moment we break a shield, you hit that, it's a one and done, and you can get back to DPSing. And he said, at the time... This was the day after the encounter, okay, that they had already nerfed them. And now they're weaker than the Superman Slam when they had been three to five times more powerful than the Superman Slam. Yeah, that's what I thought. So I my saw question is, is if they already. were already nerfed, why are they disabled? Well, because I think they're, I think they're bre- probably breaking something completely. And I was actually upset for your Titans, okay? This is the one time Respawn's got your back. The fact that you finally had a one-and-done that was actually viable in a boss DPS situation, and they immediately nerfed it before you even get to use it. Well, I mean, some people people got to use it. I'm not one of those people, but Mm. somebody did. I mean, the the season's been Mm. out for a couple of weeks now. I just hadn't bothered to get around to trying to get them. Okay, fair. Some of you got to use it, but still... The fact that it's already nerfed and it's like it's nerfed to unusability. Oh, I couldn't believe it. Ah, uh, Iron Banner, Iron Banner. It, it was it was doing silly things in Iron Banner and destroying the game again. Kind of yeah, like did you the, not uh, see the Cheese Forever video. 
I saw one that that I saw the Kepri's horn was possibly acting up again. I didn't realize that. No, it I, I, didn't, I couldn't button. remember what the Pyrogales did at the time. Ah, so yeah. same same idea as Kepri's horn. Fire makes Iron Banner complete really quickly. Yeah, I think it was get a kill near the actual <laughs> capture point and then activate your super. Mm-hmm. And it did what it did last time on the capture points and just kind of broke the game. So. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I did see a video where where he's like, you know, 80 to nothing is really hard to come back from. <laughs> 80 to nothing? Yeah, because it, it basically each each like flame was like someone like getting a kill, even though there was no one around. So you could just like l- like launch your super on, on the capture zone in Iron Banner, wow. and it would just run the number up. Yeah. Same, like, same thing Capri's Horn was doing. And look, I don't want them to nerf your banner either. Uh, maybe in PvP, I don't know what it's doing in PvP, although I heard it's breaking PvP. But PvE, leave it alone, you know? It's nice having Titans actually being useful for once. So don't do not do that. Just just leave them, okay. leave them be. Go back to nerfing something on, I don't know, a Warlock or something. Know, leave, leave the Warlocks <laughs> alone. They've, they've suffered, the Warlocks have suffered enough. <laughs> What do you mean? They had a literal invincibility button. That, oh. if you were watching I Frostbolt, by the way, showed you you could actually still kill people while invincible. By the way, all you needed was a glaive. The, so you could be invincible and still killing people. The, the entire history of Warlock has been, oh, we gave you a good super. We're going to nerf it into the ground, leave it there for like three years, <laughs> and then eventually go, okay, I guess maybe we'll think about giving it back to you. Uh-huh. Like, like That feels like the <laughs> Warlock experience in a nutshell. Yeah. Oh, that's good. No, yeah, no. not anymore. Oh, that's good. No, not anymore. Oh, that's good. But to uh, be fair, we'll they, give you a minute, I mean, then look, for the next three years, you're punished. In their defense, they are incredibly efficient at ad clear, more so than anybody else. They have so many things that go with their weapons of sorrow gauntlets that just spread poison to everything and kill entire rooms with like a one shot. You know, maybe not one shot. That's exaggerating. But like, I mean, this new weapons of sorrow, the 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 Basically, all the all the raid weapons, right, go with the the weapon uh, the, the gauntlets that I can't remember the damn name of, right. And then you have the poison submachine gun. You have, I mean, everything goes Lustrous with these gauntlets and just spreads poison across the planet. Okay, so I mean, they are, and then you know they can nade spam. They might not have the greatest supers outside of the well, right. But what they lack in supers, they make up for in ad clear. Just insane ad clear. But get your necrotic grips. Yeah. Go see Crota with your Ostriga. Necrotic grips. And say, sir, I'm going to need the rest of these. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of them? You got enough. Ostriga, no. the hand cannon, the, what's, what's the hand cannon Thorn. that poisons people? Thorn. Freaking uh, this new raid exotic plus all the raid weapons. Uh, That's what I'm saying. That's what you need. That's the rest of I mean, them. Damn, threaded storm is better than key crash. Is it really? Threaded threaded storm. That's the one where the warlock jumps in the air and shoots all the little minions, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, stop, stop distracting respawn. Sorry. Oh, that's right. I'm doing a thing. Um, okay, so Bungie addresses Destiny 2 the Final Shape's new Super Names mix-up. Uh, developers updated Destiny 2 Final Shape, uh, Destiny 2... You want me to read this whole thing? Is there, like, a, like a condensed just, version? You can just scroll down to the pictures. Yeah, 
There's pictures. Uh, yeah. I know that always helps you. This is from uh, the game well, post, I mean, isn't it? You know. Squirrel! While I'm bringing that back up again, did y'all know that the AT4 rocket launcher in the Marine Corps actually has pictures of what to do instead of text? Just letting you know. Then you don't have to, um, to translate it. That's right. It's got pictures. Okay, Twilight Arsenal is the Titan. Hold on. Okay. So this is what it was, I guess. So it showed the Twilight Arsenal for the Titan. Blades honed by the void, cut through the air, lift them from the feet of your felled foes, and continue the attack. Okay. Um, Blink Blade Hunter, dagger in hand, become the arc flashing in the darkness, the edge of the storm your enemies cannot outrun. And then Blazing Phoenix Warlock, unleash the inner phoenix with every attack, buff your weapons, allies, and harness the living solar flame. Now, is that a self-revive? Do you get yourself revived no. back? No, we've been over this. It's, it's still not, <laughs> and they said it's not going to happen. Yeah, so your, okay. your, your Hunter Super is now apparently called the Storm's Edge. Yep. And, and the Song of Flame really... instead of the Blazing Phoenix. And the Twilight Arsenal is still the Twilight Arsenal. Twilight Arsenal, yep. All right, cool. Oh. Um, informative. Mm -hmm. What else we got? We got... Another link here. Destiny 2's latest update by Bungie has given the players a sneak peek into what they can expect from the Festival of the Lost 2023 event. Ooh. You're going to be really upset. Festival with of the Lost! I'm, I was upset <laughs> at the last two. I'm not going to be surprised this time. Now, no, if you, you remember... You're going to be newly upset. I'm waiting for yeah. it. the damn link. If you remember you. when we went through the list of or went through the the two pictures that we were given to vote on, and bugs were were unanimously voted the winners. The <laughs> pictures that they showed us at the time. Now, the hunter was the one that had the huge arachnid arms on the back that looked like mm -hmm. it could be the iron spider. And he, I think we were even talking about it a couple of weeks ago, respawn. How excited yes. I was to get that armor for the hunter to make myself look like Spider Man and the Iron Hunter. Ew. You're going to be upset what they've done to the hunters and then done to the titans. And I apologize from all the <laughs> Okay. Are these are these white images the updated versions? <laughs> they look the same. Oh no, I see that they don't have four different arms. They have one arm branching with two claws. I mean, they're still ugly. They're still incredibly ugly, except now you, hunters have a face hugger on the back of their head. They gave the hunters a little bitty arms, and they gave the titans the big, beefy, powerful arms, and the warlock just Even has a horn. Make sure you had bigger arms. I mean, look at the colorized version. All of your arms are bigger, mm -hmm. so there's no change. You had the bigger arms then, you got the bigger arms now. Mm -hmm. What's what? I'm trying to see the differences here. What's going on? Except the hunters look like they have a cape now where they didn't before. You know? It looked like before they just had like long spindly leg thingies instead of a cape. And now they have a cape that looks like cockroach wings. Warlocks actually have cockroach wings. And yeah, because yeah, uh, didn't, uh, didn't they vote individually for what the um, armors were going to be? Mm -hmm. Oh, did they? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yep. I, I didn't remember that. Yep, okay. Yep. So, yeah, no, they're all still very ugly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree. No surprise there. They're 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 they're, they're, they're disgusting. No! Oh my god! What is that? Sleepy Hollow themed sparrows? Hold up! <gasps> oh my god! Exciting. It is. 
This is where we'll put the, Dude. S- put the spoiler horn belatedly. If you don't want any potential spoilers, uh, well, it's too late. Well, you don't know Sleepy Hollow? Not for Sleepy Hollow. If you don't want to know what the Festival of the Lost stuff is coming. I'm not worried about spoiling a movie that came out many, many years ago. And also the book that came out even more years ago. I'd say 2003 for the film. Uh, 1999. I'm wondering where you, oh, nine. Wow. where you sit on the carriage. I don't see a spot to sit. That's what the horse like is the for. The horse is obvious, right? But where's the carriage? Where, where do you sit? Oh, okay. They got it reversed. I see. Uh, yo, that is dope. That does look That cool. is really cool. Nice. And that's it? That's it for that link. Okay, cool. No, no. There's right, um, a grenade launcher. You missed what, the grenade what? launcher at the bottom. I guess I did. Uh, moving, moving, moving. Uh, cosmic. Oh, that, that's too far. GP, GSP. Oh, that's what these stats are for. Okay, here we go. Festival of the Lost will also brand a new weapon and three-year returning weapons. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, and three returning weapons with updated perk pools. A new weapon coming this year is Halloween event. It's called the a uh, a uh, cosmic. It's a cosmic. Yeah. For whatever reason, GSP. Um, 150 RPM, void, rapid fire, heavy grenade launcher. Man, I wanted a waveframe. Um, check out the perk pool it's got. Okay, what do we got? We got... I can tell you okay, what you've got. You've got the Nadir Focus, so it's origin trait. We have Repulsor Brace. We have Cascade Point, Explosive Light, Wellspring, Collective Action, Collecting Elemental Pickups or Throwing a Strand Tangle grants a stacking period of increased damage, Destabilizing Rounds, and high ground gain bonus damage when attacking from higher ground. Then it has the enlightened action, impulse amplifier, surplus, a new one called loose change. Applying an elemental debuff to a target increases this weapon's reload speed for a short duration. Has clown cartridge, field prep, and quick draw. Man, they have destabilizing rounds and vo- and repulsor in the same column. That's stupid. Add face emoji. Okay, so what's a good role we're looking for here? Clown cartridge and explosive light, maybe? Anything else? Um, Or destabilizing rounds? With what, though? Because the higher ground, depending on where you are. Same column. You know? Yeah. Definitely clown cartridge. Yeah, or, yeah, impulse amplifier. Whatever. How hard is it? It doesn't even hit hard. So it's only got a 20 blast radius. It's eh, very underwhelming. Uh, I'm just, maybe maybe something's going to change, but it, it looks underwhelming, in my opinion. Um, and then we're also going to get Jurassic Green coming back, the Macabre, uh, which is the, the Arc Sniper Rifle, if you guys remember, and the Horror Story, which is a 450 Auto Rifle. Okay. Oh, they have updated perk pools. Jurassic Green can now get subsistence. What else can I get? Heal clip, that loose change thing he was talking about. Incandescent. I think it already had incandescent last time, right? And Possibly. that's about it. And then that new perk, which would you call it? What's the new perk? Uh spare change, was it? Loose change. No, no, the new the new not the new trait. Sorry, the new oh, trait. Oh, the new trait, the Nadir Focus. Sustained fire increases accuracy and range, increases lunge distance for swords and projectile velocity for launchers. Mm, okay. And for the sniper rifle, you get auto-loading, triple-tab, clown cartridge, snapshot sights. I don't actually know what that one is. The little explosive-looking thing. 
Second from the bottom. I don't know what that means. So my only question is, are they going to give you the god roll with the very first one you get so you don't have to ever touch it again? <laughs> I wish. They did that, that last That was nice when they did that last time. Yeah, they did that last time we had it. Yeah. Um, it. And then Horror Story, which it won't let me enlarge. You get target lock. That's good. Target lock. They're, oh, they made it a stasis now. Okay, so you can get a grave, gravestone, tombstone, whatever. Headstone. Headstone. That one. Collective action, target lock, cascade point, frenzy, vorpal weapon, adrenaline junkie. Again, it's yep. an idea focus. Uh, you can have elemental capacitor, dynamic sway, discord, enlightened action, under over, envious assassin, and demolitionist. Envious assassin, oh no, because envious assassin will never proc properly. Um, target lock, definitely, but what would pair good with target lock? Maybe enlightened action improves reload speed and handling, or dynamic sway, or elemental capacitor, depending on what kind of how you're rocking it. I mean, it's got 40 stability, but yeah, dynamic sway. So 450, good. which is quite nice because a lot of 450s out there are doing quite well at the moment. Yep. All right. Well, there's that. Um, what else we got? We got X Bungie developer debunks Destiny 2 Red subclass theory. So yeah, the the Titan the Titan Void subclass looks red in a picture. It's not red. It's void. No, there you go. You know the red subclass that was leaked or potentially leaked a couple of weeks ago, or about nope. a month or so. You you mm. talked about it on the show. Nope, not it. We've long established he doesn't remember what he says. It's Ron Burgundy all over again. <laughs> oh. And what also didn't help it was that the dance off emote, which is available in the store this week. Seems to change color with the different like uh, elements that you're wearing. So if you've got a stasis or if you've got a strand, That's cool. the chair changes color to go with that. And they surmised because there's a red chair at some point. Somebody mm. pointed out there's a red chair that also added more fuel to the fire. Does that mean it's solar? Oh. No, no, because there's an orange chair for solar. Why is solar orange? Solar's never orange. It's always red. Not always. Mm. It could be orange. I'd be asking, hey, are we getting an orange subclass? I don't I don't believe that you're the authority on color that we should be listening to. Oh yeah, Mr. Colorblindness over there. <laughs> <laughs> why y'all got it? Why look guys? What do you mean why have we like all got that, you know right? why we've got to? No, I, look, look, you don't mess with somebody's disability. Okay, that is that is rude. Nobody's messing with it. Yeah. Taking the Mickey out of you is is not messing with yeah, it. No, this I I'm I'm, I, I'm just saying if I need if I need to listen to someone tell me what color something is, and I've got a room of people, I'm not going to pick the guy who can't see all the colors the way we can see all the colors. That's all I'm saying. I still think I, I still think that's racist. Try to keep the gloves above the waist from this point forward, okay? Okay. I'm going to need you to be taller. Then I can't reach down that low. Wow. Um, and last but not least, I'm rewatching the final shape reveal, and I just noticed. Even in the Traveler, we can't escape Eververse. Mm -hmm. That's from Ford Nine over on YouTube. Yes, I, I, that did make me chuckle. <laughs> that they've actually put that inside. The Traveler. <laughs> oh. tra tra traveler needs to make some money. <laughs> and a Traveler ain't getting that money. That's Eververse, man. Yeah. That's creepy. No, no that's, that's that's not creepy, lady. Eververse, creepy lady. Uh, you don't know what licensing deal the Traveler made. Traveler made a good percentage off the top. And Dimwi, you don't get to talk about being colorblind either, all right? 
we know all of Europe is colorblind, so shush. So I know I know we've got some we've got some feedback that we're going to go over, but I'll go over some tips, tricks, guys. Fields. Also, before that, I, if you did miss it, the subclass leak. I have a video from Nodnaz that goes over. Bungie might have leaked a new subclass that, that has now just been debunked by Bungie. But let's face it, they do debunk things previously, and they come to fruition some point along the line. So we never know. Um, all those all those videos from Cheese Forever. And the guys that put out the the weapons and the the, the crota stuff that will also be in the show notes. Uh, As to cross, there's a video this week going over the Vex Mythoclass, and it, mm-hmm. it's still being a secret gem. So you know it's it's had a buff and a slight nerf, but it's still really good. So go check out his video, and don't sleep on the centrifuge again. As to cross has put out a video this week telling you don't sleep on it. There is the week three secrets of Savathun Spire. And the elemental runes and hidden chests from Ibontis. So hopefully this will be week three. I'm not sure if there's going to be a week four. If there is, I do apologize. But hopefully it should go back to week one next week. So you can watch his first week's video to do all the challenges or the, the secrets for like week one, two and three. Normally it's on a three week rotation for these things. But sometimes it can go to four. So depends on how many kind of story beats we've got in the season. So if we've got eight stories to kind of go through, maybe it'll be a, a four week uh, rotation in Sabathun Spire, and then you'll have to do another video next week, which I'll link in the show notes. Mm. Uh, Lucky Raspberry is now an orb and ability spamming machine, according to Cool Guy. It's had a massive buff and really, really good in PVE. So you can go and check out his video. If you were interested in knowing all 55 of the Deck of Whispers cards and locations, there's an updated version mm. from Straw Desert HD. He's got all of that labeled for you, so you can go and check that out. Then we have uh, the Last Wish Data Mine Dialogue. Now, this ties in with the, uh, I think, the end of this season. So it is something that has been data mined. So if you're interested in knowing that ahead of time and you don't mind a few leaks, Trance has got a video on that for you. And Esoteric did a video this week of what's the point of going through all those different portals in the right combination for Savathun Spire. Did you know if you do go through the right portals in the right uh, order, then you get a rally flag before you face the final encounter? If you do it wrong, you don't get a rally flag. And he's done a video pointing that out. So go and watch it because, you know, he, he made the video to tell us. And I've told you, but just go and check it anyway. What are we talking about? Oh, the portals. In <laughs> I hate you. Uh, yeah. I know. Yeah. I mean, don't they tell you specifically which ones to go through right above the door? They do, but if you, some people just run through them, and if they do just run through them, they don't get a rally flag at the end. That's it. Oh, I, I didn't even assume you could do that. I thought like if you ran through the wrong one, it would just teleport you back or something. No, it, it just teleports you ahead to the same place, but it just doesn't give you the rally flag. So if you're feeling uh... spicy and you don't need the rally flag, you don't need to do it. Well, and some of them take take you to different places. So you, if you're collecting your attunements, it'll take you up to platforms you can't jump to to get that attunement. So sometimes oh, there's a benefit to not going through the strict way it wants you to because you're trying to collect all the bits. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Look at that. Purity coming with the knowledge, bro. Look at this. I know a thing every now and again. Don't get used to it. thing <laughs> Now... Cool guy put out a video this week going over the guiding site, which is the strand scout rifle that is available in Iron Banner, and how it's a tough sell. But I'm actually, I'm actually liking it at the moment. 
I, I've been finding that going into Iron Banner and like I did for like last season, I gave myself a challenge of putting like old weapons on 1600 weapons on and going back through my vault and finding these weapons. So this time I decided I was going to put on... Iron Banner bad enough without you making it harder. No, I'm, I'm making no. it fun. I'm making it fun for myself. Okay. That's a word. Yeah. So to make it fun for myself, I, I got the guiding site and the one that he had on his reward track was pretty decent. It came with the Nadir Focus. It came with Precision Instrument, which is dealing sustained damage, increases precision damage, which is pretty nice. And then it came with High Caliber Rounds and Demolitionist with a ranged masterwork. But for a bit of funsies in Iron Banner, for all my weapons this week, I decided I was going to put on Sweaty Confetti. So we're causing a festival celebration on each precision final blow. So I was going for the precision hits and all the confetti in Crucible. So that was good fun. But the the role I think I want to kind of get is with precision instrument. And what's the other one? Is the other trait that it's the new one that it's got, which is, if I can find it, oh, I don't think I've got one on the on my weapon. It's the other... Enlightened action. I was going to try and go for enlightened action and precision instrument because enlightened action is dealing damage, improves reload speed and handling. And then I wanted to get precision instrument, which is dealing sustained damage, increases precision damage with the Nadir focus on there. So sustained fire increases accuracy and range. So, and with the confetti with like high caliber rounds. So I thought it was pretty cool. But cool guy says it's a tough sell, but not for me. I was enjoying it just for the funsies. But then seeing the raid ones, I'm like, ooh. Or maybe I want to go and get the uh, the raid scout rifle as well because again that is a strand one. And then finally, we have a video from our emailer, our regular emailer, Melissa O'Malley, and she has done a breakdown of how to get some spoils from a lot of the raids. Glitching, she does glitching in her video, which is amazing. Shows you how to get there. Shows you all the links in her video description of where she found to do these originally but it's a 40 minute video where she's telling you where to go and get all these spoils from and how to farm them go and check it out because she's put a lot of work and an effort into this did you guys watch her video i did and it's really good because it's not it's one of the first ones i've watched that makes me go this seems achievable and not well i jumped up here and then there's those like 40 minutes of perfect darkness where you can't see anything but just trust you go through here yeah and it covers all like all of the raids, like Vault of Glass, Vow of the Disciple, Root of Nightmares, Garden of Salvation. Like it's it's done some ones that I hadn't seen in videos before. And I know, you know we feature these when they come up because a lot of people go, well, I want to get these weapons, but I don't have a team of people to go and complete these raids with. And there's it's one of those perpetually on my list of things to do. I'm going, I could absolutely do this. Have I sat them to do it? No, of course not, because I keep going, one of these days I'll find time that I never do. Yeah. But it is a really good in-depth video, and she does have the timestamps broken down for each raid, for each piece. They're in about, like, you know, five or five or eight or ten minute sections of, hey, let me go into VOG and knock this out. Let me go into VOW and see what I can do. Yeah. And unfortunately, she did send it to us about a month ago, but because of all the information that was coming out about Bungie and the, the final shape and the reveal and then joe's video and then we were into the new season with so much information and updates it's just like kind of it got put kept getting put back to the the back of the kind of list of things to kind of go through on the show because each show was running like three hours long 
And uh, so I do apologize. You mean kind of like this one? No, we've only been going for two hours so far. So far. You have another hour to go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I watched it about a month ago and and enjoyed it because, yeah, I sat down to this. Yeah. I I appreciate how accessible it was. Yeah. Again, I need to. (laughs) I've been saying for the entire run of the show, I need to sit down and actually go and collect these spoils. I basically only get them whenever Night Demon or Blue Tree is like, hey, we're in Last Wish collecting this chest, come with us. Or, hey, we're we're going to get this chest, come with us. I never think about it otherwise, and I should. Honestly, I'd invite you, but your hours are crazier than mine, dude. Mm. I, I never know when you're on, Parody. I never know when I'm on either. No. See? And, it, and it's usually not long enough to do a raid at any given time, so... That's why I've been spoil collecting over the years, bit by bit. Mm. <laughs> bit by bit. So, oh, as I said, we did have, we, well, we had a lot of emails from Melissa over the last couple of months, and they did get quite regular. So, she did stop, unfortunately, because I think we didn't reply. I apologize. Oh, no. Hopefully, she'll reply again. Okay. So, I just listened to your weekly podcast and was cracking up when Respawn joined you guys from Holiday or Vacation to give us feedback about the next upcoming raid and forgot about the bet with parody. And talking about my email, I think I even heard his wife in the background mention the $100. But it still escaped poor Respawn. Well, parody, you're $100 richer. Well, first of all, I don't have to pay Parody anything because Parody sends me money. And for all I know, he's been subtracting $100 this whole time anyway. Okay? So. Oh, he should do. Yeah. That's a really good idea. Thanks for the idea. I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for recommending the D2 Armor Picker. I have dabbled in the program, but there's a lot to learn. So I will dabble deeper and hopefully be able to come up with some nicer PvP. You don't really need to worry about PvP. You're all right. And PvE yes, builds, yes, especially for my hunter. Man. She likes well, playing on banners, so shut up. So you get out of it. Okay. Per your recommendation, I will absolutely be running many bonfire bashes with my hunter in hopes of getting better armor. Why not? It's pretty fun, too. As always, you guys mentioned so many helpful things throughout your podcast that I even go back, listen again, or more, and take notes. Seriously. Like the gut shot straight perk, I'm so glad you guys mentioned that because I think insta-deleted, I'm sorry, I think I insta-deleted a lot of weapons with that perk, not knowing it was any good. I checked the dim after you mentioned it, and thankfully I do have about seven weapons with that perk that I will try out. Anyway, a lot more to comment on, but I just wanted to say thank you again for reading and responding to my monthly emails, and thank you so much for your show notes and links. I will definitely be checking those out. One of my new things is cheesily collecting raid spoils also. Since I don't raid enough to collect tons of spoils for some of the cooler weapons at the exotic kiosk in the tower, my son recommended I find some videos on how to cheese to get spoils without raiding. And I did! I found a couple of great videos and followed them step by step. It took a while. And I'm able to collect 39 spoils per week. Golly! Per week? Yeah. Solo? Made a video on that. Please Dude, see the video that we just referenced. Yeah, yeah no, I didn't. I don't even see <laughs> the video you just referenced. Um, <laughs> without rating, I really want Terabut. No, you don't. I've collected 238 spoils so far, and Terabut costs 240. Don't get Terabut. Get literally no, anything else. Respawn, you have to read the next email for her response to it. I will. I will. So if you guys want to join me sometime, I can show you how to collect free raid spoils and weapons and armor. Just let me know. Have a great weekend. Melissa. 
Sure. Um, if everyone, she is in a specific time zone before you ask. No, I know that. Um, because she sent us the time she was on last time. But I don't believe that you do. That's okay. We did. I because in a previous email I said, you know, whenever you're on, just let us know, and she replied. I thought well, maybe it was somebody else. Look, anyway, she's in the 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 um, Patreon chat. Anyway. Okay. Well, there you go. So, hi, guys. I'm sure you already know, but I posted a video I made for you guys on getting some loot and spoils here. Click. We are going to be showing that link, by the way. I'm sure Night Demon's already on it. Um, I'm running all of them right now as we speak. I've been adding some notes into the description as I'm finding some oop along the way. I mentioned a video using A when jumping off the sparrow instead of X. And speaking of sparrows... I think you can get back on the sparrow in Vow if it gets blown up. Haha. <laughs> anyway, no biggie. Just learning as I go. I also timed my runs this time. Run isn't nearly as long as I thought it was. Only about 8 to 9 minutes. And I added some timestamps to the video. Hope you have fun if you try it. And parody. Yes. Oh my god. I died so many times when I first tried the... The what? The Ubi? Out of Bounds. Out of oh, Bounds. O-R-B. Out of Bounds Ing and Parkouring <laughs> Parts. I like a lot, but there's but the more practice, the easier it becomes. Like the section on the video I talk about using heat rises in Garden of Salvation. I have a feeling that eventually it will get easier and I wonder what I was being so lame for. Have fun out of bouncing and getting spoils and loot and also red border weapons and respawn. You're right about the terror. I was so looking forward to it, and it's not that great. I thought so. <laughs> it is good. Uh, it is good. You just know you need, need to figure out how to use it in the right way, especially in PvP, uh-huh. to get uh-huh. it. To, other, other, it is uh-huh. a monster. If you have to learn how to use a weapon, it's not good. Sorry. Maybe I just need to practice with it more. Take care, guys. There you go. Melissa. You, you guys are probably like, ah, the monthly emails from Mellow Mally are becoming weekly. Yikes. We don't mind that. No, we don't. Uh, I just listened to about one third of your podcast while I was out on my walk and it gave me an idea. Parody asked a great question that can be posed to both old and new players alike. There's so much in this game and we all want something different out of it. So when do I turn on? So when I turn on Destiny and load something, what is my goal? What is my objective? What am I playing for? Look at Ernie! Coming with the common man's problems. Anyway, I say that, but parody faces uh, that problem. Men and so women and non-genders. Men and women and non-genders. You can't just say men these days. Get with the program. Get with the 2023s. I'm sorry. I said what I said. Thank you. Um, so I, as a new comments. player of only one year, will list what my goals are. And objectives when I turn on Destiny. Not particularly in order of importance. And I wonder how they'll compare to the old player's goals and objectives. Well, I can tell you as an old player, my goal is to jump on, get my weeklies, jump on to something else. Respawn avoids everything <laughs> on your list, basically. <laughs> Pretty much. Unless it's a raid or weeklies. Nah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, new. D- okay, I'm sorry. Uh, gilding and getting new titles. This is definitely Night Demon. Uh, this is a massive undertaking. I'm not even sure I have enough time in a season to guild all my titles. And all of your titles? <laughs> pick, pick your favorite one. Pick your favorite child. Pick your favorite. My favorite child. one. <laughs> I mean, Dredgen and Iron Banner, and then just ignore the rest of them. Yeah, right. You know, pick, pick your favorite one. Care about those, and 
No, I the get, rest I'm of sorry, them I go, yeah, maybe another, maybe another lifetime. Or wait for another six-month season, and then you'll be all set. I look at this, and I'm going to read this again. Okay. I'm not even sure I have enough time in a season to kill all of my titles. Okay. Well, well, well remember. In saying that, in saying that. How many do you guild a season? But she does, well, that's the she, thing. She well, remember, she's only been playing for a year, so the number of titles she has is likely not the number of titles we have. She's not trying to guild like ten titles a year. Okay, Dimly, you can't. I don't think. I don't think even main YouTubers that play this game sixteen hours a day can guild all of the titles. I in think a they can. I think they can. Oh, can they absolutely you? could. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Because because the, the gilding requirements are not high for many things. Really? All right. Yeah. Uh, to to like to gild your iron banner takes but you know like twenty things a week. to gild. No, there's like five or six things. The hot to gild the yeah. title for is title? not to get the title. Yes. Once you have the title to gild the yeah, title, it's like five or six there? things. There's like twenty titles. No, but yeah, there's like. There's, there must be like about 20 odd titles, but there's only yeah. a few of them that you can guild each season. So you're, for for example, she does list it down here. So Dead Eye is every season. The, uh-huh. uh, uh, what should we call it? The Conqueror, Conqueror Iron Lord, There's the Crucible one. There is the Trials one. So that's four. Then you have the Dredgen. Uh, uh-huh. That's five. Then what else is there? Uh, Iron, Iron Banner. Stuff, right? So that's six. Uh-huh. Seven because remember. of whatever kind of uh, events happening. So we've got Festival of the Lost coming up, so you can guild that, and then you can also guild the title or whatever that um, encompasses. Now I can't remember the name of the the actual yeah title. The, the event one the event flame one yeah keep no it's not flame keeper something like that isn't it so yeah I can't remember what it's called yeah the the event based one. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and so, like some of these, like like Iron Banner, like is not a hard guild. Like, oh, I should say, if you have the time, you can do it in a single Iron Banner week. Like, it's basically reset your rank and then play a bunch of games. Like, the requirements are not high. Dredge yeah. and likewise are not high requirements. Like, you can do those over a season very easily if you care. If you don't care, then yeah, you're not going to do it. But not a lot of these little. gilding, <laughs> a lot of these gilding requirements are just you know once you have the title, the gilding requirement is not anywhere near what you know getting the title is. Yeah, it's only like mm. about four or five kind of extra things that you need to do for that season. So, for mm. example, the Iron Banner one is it, pretty easy. Like like parody of saying, it's do get points in Iron Banner, reset your Iron Banner rank, kill people in Iron Banner. And then win matches. It's literally just, I think it was about four or five that you just need to do to guild the title okay. once you've already got the title unlocked. And the same with Dredgen. Isn't Dredgen something similar that you just. Yeah, have no, to I've win? accidentally gilded Dredgen like two or three times. You've so accidentally. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Dredgen is basically the hardest part on all these is basically to get the reset. They've made a lot of these significantly easier too. I mean, Dredgen is basically complete, you know, complete gambit matches that it gives you a bonus from winning them. Reset your gambit rank, you know, kill a bunch, you know, kill invaders, which you can just do by, you know, grabbing a super, going over and chipping away at it. It's only 25 what kills. Do, grab a scout and snipe them from, from spawn. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's 25 <laughs> kills. It's, it's just not that big, yeah. a, big an ass, you know, wind, you know, the hardest part may also be, you know, the win matches where you bank the most modes across both teams didn't die or dealt the most bonus damage. Or, I'm sorry, yeah. the most damage to all combatant types, which again, like, 
you know, get yourself a get yourself a good PVE build, go in there and you'll do that just by playing the game. You know, defeat invaders in Gambit when they come in and then like like they usually have like a specific one. In this case it's, you know, deal hand cannon final blows. Grab yourself a malfeasance or your favorite hand cannon of the day and just use that while you're playing. You'll get that passive. Well, malfeasance works okay, so think about malfeasance for those of you that don't know, right? Malfeasance when you're being invaded does extra damage to those people invading you. If you didn't know. So malfeasance in in uh gamut's actually really good, especially if you're going up against a taken enemy, right? Malfeasance which, is gonna shred. And every time which you there get are many. Yeah. And every time you get invaded, that gun is gonna do more damage to the guy invading you. So yeah, but when you invade, you don't get that bonus damage, just so you know. It's only when you're being invaded. Continue parody. Well, that's all. I'm just saying, you know, the you know, just give the example of a lot of these titles. Once you have the title, the the, the <laughs> gilding is not a not an arduous process. Similar to the raid ones, a lot of them is, you know, go do these things in the raid. I know, you know, the guys who raid every week, they're like, yeah, I, I knock this out by just saying, hey, we're going to grab a group and go, you know, work on getting this particular thing done. In addition mm. to getting our completion, not me. So like, <laughs> nope. Look, I'm a guardian in the truest sense of the word. If there's no loot at the end of the stick for me. I don't care. <laughs> you know, Guardians, even in lore, are all about loot. You know, we're about guns, we're about loot, we're about that. I don't care about a title. I don't, not even little. Unless that title comes with loot, like 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 a weapon or a sparrow or a ship, I don't care. I'm, I'm not even, it's not even on my list, right? So, I mean, and even, even since you were talking about Call of Duty earlier, at least back in Call of Duty... You know, when you when you ranked up or you or you uh, prestige, like they call it, or whatever, or even you did something cool, like you you killed a hundred people with a with a remote mine, right? You'd get a cool emblem that had you, somebody tying dynamite together, like nunchucks, right? And it was funny because you know nunchuck dynamite, right? But you know you'd get stuff like that, and you could wear it, and everybody would see, right? And yeah, you get titles in the well title. They'll display the title with the number across it, and sometimes you'll get a, um, not an emblem. What is it called in Destiny? Emblem. Uh, emblem. Title. emblem. Okay, an emblem, yeah. So an emblem, right? But unlike Call of Duty, where you see the whole banner at all times, in, in Destiny, you don't. Know, sometimes you see the whole banner, sometimes you see a little square of it, with just a little picture, right? So, I mean, it's not, it's not the same. But, um, if there's loot... I'll guild it. If there's no loot, I don't care. So, guilding and getting new titles. We already said that. Okay, so she says the new Deadeye. Almost done. It's a doozy, especially getting 100 shotgun gills in Crucible. Clearly, you're doing it wrong. Because most people only use shotguns in Crucible. <laughs> uh, I'm joking. It does seem like there's a lot of shotgun apes, though. Um... To help you out, if you if you rock a, a hunter with invis, it's a lot easier to get close to those guys to get the shotgun kill. Just saying. Um, Conqueror. I'm sorry, no, Cursebreaker. This one is complete, but it was tough finding all the eggs and bones. I agree. Conqueror completed, but quite difficult doing the super hard Grandmasters. Particular Grandmasters aren't actually that hard, right? So the grandmaster learning the mechanics. People. They are for some no, 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 no. They no. are they are for it's a number always of people. hard. It's always hard in the beginning, but once you know what enemies are in there, what elements to use, where and how they spawn, it becomes significantly easier. It's learning the pattern that's hard. Over here, I'm serious. Yeah, so am I. 
Anyway, um, <laughs> you have Iron Lord completed and easy since I play Iron Banner all the time anyway. Yeah. Uh, you had so much potential. And you've she, wasted she's it. Still a hunter. She's Banner. still a hunter. Yeah, no, fair yeah. enough. Um, Vidmaster. I didn't even know I'm close to completing this one. I made out of 10. Probably won't get it anytime soon, though. And Glorious. Incomplete gilding. I need to delve into competitive and rank at platinum. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, that's that's a hard one, right? Yeah, find find yourself some friends that also want to do it, and just yeah. you know, that's like, like there are a couple of people I know where if I say, "Hey, you want to go into PvP?" they'll at least step foot in there with me. Mm-hmm. And if we say, "Hey, we're we're, we're going to over the course of this season try to get this done," because I mean, you can do it solo and just try try you know your luck on the draw, but it definitely helps if at least you're doing it with someone and having a laugh over it. That's the key, is is the people, right? And I say that even when I go play PvP, because if you don't know I hate it, where the hell have you been? Right? But it's not unless I get peer pressured by friends of mine that want to do it together. You hate PvP? Oh! (laughs) Shocking! Right? (laughs) Hard take. Long time listener, first time caller. Right? Uh, So maybe someday I'll also try to get some of these raid titles. I don't have any yet. Uh, This gold objective is definitely for both new and old players. Sure, if you're into that kind of thing. Number two. This is two of 12. So buckle up. Um, Obtain. I don't even know if my voice is going to hold out that long. Obtaining Ascendant Shards. I have multiple pieces of armor that I cannot masterwork because of the limited number of Ascendant Shards, which you could take care of if you did more Grandmasters. I have to earn them, or I can buy them from Raul, but they are expensive. It's Respawn better to earn can them sympathize from with you. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> I used to. I'm maxed out now. I can't get any more. Even in the... All my characters are maxed out with those, so I can't... Yeah. Anyway, um, it's better to earn them from Nightfalls, etc. P.S. I didn't realize these were being awarded from the exotic fish. I didn't know that either. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. per Noble, Noble gave her that info. Thank you, Noble. Otherwise, I would have done more fishing. The skull objective is probably for new players. Once you have all your armor masterworked, including all exotics, I guess the shards come. I guess the shards become meh. But that must take a very long time to masterwork all the exotic armor times three characters and have multitudes of exotic armor that is not masterwork. Well, okay. So here's here's the thing, right? You're you're correct. At some point in time, it does become meh. And then past me, it becomes a problem because then you're running out of space and you can't even rank up. So now you have to take these shards and purposely masterwork a junk piece of exotic armor that you know you're never going to use just so that you can, quote, store at least one of these shards. Because it takes three, but when you dismantle it, you only get one back, right? So for some things, having too many of these shards, or at least it was, they've changed it as a quality of life, so now you can rank up even without getting the shard, apparently. Um, I haven't done it yet, but apparently they fixed it. But before, if your shards were full and you couldn't get that last shard from the season rank up, you didn't rank up. So you had to find a way to get rid of it, and you couldn't delete them one at a time. If you tried to delete, you deleted the whole stack. Not getting into how I figured that one out. But, yeah, you couldn't delete them one at a time. So you had to purposely masterwork a junk piece of armor. So, a headache. But yeah, you'll get there eventually. Yeah, Uh, uh, just hearsay. Yeah, (laughs) a a friend of a friend. (laughs) 
Um, also, keeping them, it used to be that keeping them in your vault was dangerous because you think, oh, I got so many spaces in the vault, it's in the first slot, what could go wrong? Well, then you start farming grandmasters and that vault fills up really fast and then you've pushed out a stack of shards and a stack of prisms. Again, not saying how I found that one out. And um, vault yeah, and then they're just gone forever, you know? Uh, you mean postmaster, so- not vault? Yeah, postmaster. Yeah, not vault. Okay. Correct. Just clarifying um, for the people. Yeah, because yeah, respawns drunk all the time, even without drinking alcohol. Uh, so obtaining ascendant alloys. I have multiple crafted weapons, and I cannot reshape while enhanced with enhanced perks because I don't have any of these ascendant alloys. I have to earn them, or I can buy one each week from Raul. Most weapons require at least two alloys to reshape. I suppose that the old players could possibly have every single craftable weapon reshaped and masterwork with enhanced god roll perks for both PvE and PvP. Guilty. But that takes a long time to do, so I would say that this goal objective is definitely for both old and new players. And I will be honest with you, I have maxed out the ascendant alloys, and I couldn't even tell you how to get them. I don't even know. I just... Have them, you know? I'll tell you that you can ignore most of the crafted weapons and just go, yeah, I will never use this and we'll never care about you. Mm, I suppose, yeah. Looking at you, every hand cannon and every sniper rifle, basically. Granted. I could craft them. Am I going to? No. You lost 20 golf balls to the great dim outage of 2022? Oh. That sucks, dude. I'm sorry, Reflex. Um, oof, 20 golf balls. Ouch. Uh, okay. Um, seasonal story. I always do these. They're part of Destiny and the lore. I used to do them all on all three characters, but now that I'm getting, quote, older, I only do the story missions on one character so I can at least experience the fun seasonal story. This goal objective is for both new and old players. See, I mean, and honestly, do you need to do it on three characters? Once you've seen the lore, you've seen the lore. Right, Gad Parody? No. Yeah, and that's one thing I really dislike is is the like the need to do it on all three characters. or yeah, who am I saying all three on two characters? <laughs> Oftentimes, I mean, I'll do it on on my main character. Then I'll do, I'll usually reserve reserve my second character for hey, someone needs to help getting through it. Let me let me jump in with you because I'm somewhere mm-hmm. through it. So I end up always and I end I'm up guessing that probably having character to, is not a hunter. Yeah, that's a pretty good guess. The, the hunter that's at like sixteen hundred eighty something. Yeah, no. But yeah, so I always end up like never completing the story on my second character because I've done such like random, like I've done you know missions one, three, eight, nine, ten, eleven, but then just never the middle pieces. And I just go, you know what? I've done it once. There's really no need to do it more than once. Right. Uh, God roll weapons. This is a never end. This is never ending, girl. Preaching to the choir, especially once you get, <laughs> quote, a god roll, they nerf what makes it a god roll, and now you got to get something else. Ah, so my team mm, has to I, make those terrible decisions about what does he delete to hold this other. No, he doesn't. He doesn't delete anything. I, I have to say, <laughs> uh, yeah. he, he, he does. He has been. He, he, he's had to make some tough calls. He's had to let some of the children go. But yeah, children, I agree. <laughs> uh, seeking. <laughs> Uh, this is never ending. Okay, maybe some people are satisfied with their one, two, or three favorite weapons. Cough, cough, parody. Uh, but I play with all different weapons and experiment. Yes, thank you. She knows what's up. I, I can't even remark. count how many times in the past year I fell in love with a certain weapon and vowed to never take it off 
only to replace it with another weapon that I fell in love with and vowed to never take it off. The cycle repeats itself <laughs> over and over and over. It happens because I experiment with different weapons. I mean, she's right. Um, yeah. And then if I like it, I try to find a god roll for it, which takes time and effort. And not to mention that the weapons are constantly being buffed or nerfed. Yeah. Don't forget that. So Adjusted. what may be meh today could be great tomorrow. And what may be great today might be meh tomorrow. Thus, my vault is full. This goal objective is for both new and old players. Honey, that is the biggest problem since Destiny 1. Vault space and god rolls. 100%. And, and, and it was before your time, but we used to have these uh, ritual weapons, right? And they were like god rolls of the specific weapon archetype, right? And they would be best in the slot nine times out of ten. And then Bungie's like, you know what? These are too strong. Because they were basically exotic legendaries. You know, to, to, to prove a point. You always got the static roll, and they always came with, like, really good rolls. Well, not always, but most of the time they came with really good rolls. And then Bungie's, uh, what do you call them? Sunset. All of them. <laughs> yeah, but then... Every single one of them. Then they've made... Un- they, they haven't kind of sunset stuff because they've unsunset because you can still use stuff in comp, you can still use stuff in regular cru- crucible. Fair, but but even the ones that have been sunset, they were nerfed ahead of time. Yeah, looking at you, freaking um, mountaintop recluse, mountaintop mm-hmm. recluse. But I was actually thinking of the hand cannon that you had to work really hard for in crucible. Not forgotten. Uh, not forgotten. Yep. Not forgotten. Not forgotten. Yep. Not forgotten. Not forgotten. That we did forget. Yep. Yeah. What was the other hand yeah. cannon called? <laughs> yes. Unintentional, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, not forgotten. Both, um, both of those. And what was the other one? Uh, uh, not forgotten's brother. Those, those were again. We we forgot because it didn't tell us not to. Yeah, we didn't forget about the not forgotten, but we forgot about the other one. Yeah, those those. I mean, you want to talk about a scourge of you're getting like one or two tapped in the crucible every oh. day for everything. That was those were bad times. They were man. And the thing about it now, is, just remember, you had it always to get worse. You had to be good at Crucible to get this gun. And then once you got the gun, it made you even better. So you had these good players with an insane gun that wouldn't let you be good enough to get that gun yourself, right? It was oh, it was tragic back then, but when you got it, let me tell you, you, you earned it. <laughs> okay, leveling up my Guardian rank. It's a goal of mine each season to get to rank 11. Oh, that one. I thought you meant... Okay, I thought it was seasonal. Okay. Yeah. Guardian rank. Not seasonal rank. Okay. I haven't accomplished it yet. This is my first time new ranking system came into play. I think I got to rank 9, and this season I get to rank 10, and was pretty darn proud of it. However, I cannot seem to get to rank 11, because sadly I can't do a dungeon solo. This goal objective is for both new and old players. I got to rank 11 once. Overplayed. Oh, if I you want to do I a solo dungeon, Mello, this week <laughs> coming up is the Shattered Throne guaranteed one of the easiest ones to do solo i'm there sorry are... what luna's oh. howl is the other one what do you mean one of the the one that you Thank struggled you, with for three years to do solo that one that that's because i struggled yeah, but, but with... he did it yeah he did it though i did it only a couple of seasons back didn't i yeah right. and it yeah, took me three years to do it yes yeah. but, but it's a but lot easier now also yeah also the, with the kit we have now yeah well, like I say you can do it at any point because it's in the game. You can do the Shattered Throne at any point in the game because it's the first dungeon. And because of the damage scaling, it's a lot easier to do the older ones than it is to do the newer ones. 
So there are a lot of guides out there to do it. But the only reason I say do it next week is because you can get a pinnacle from it. It's, it's just mm-hmm. inherent. That I, I'm looking for pinnacles everywhere and anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I can't, was yeah, I can't the forget. I, was of, I can't believe you forgot your, your wife's name. Yeah, well, <laughs> she's not in here right now. So, um, I've done all the dungeons, <laughs> SF, and my oh, solo flawless. And in my opinion, Shadow Throne is the easiest to do, hardest to see, but easiest to do. Well, mm-hmm. there you go. That's from scratch. Turn, just turn your brightness all the way up. <laughs> uh, um, tradition. It's too dark. Wait, you guys don't up. use your in-game flashlight? What the hell, <laughs> dummies? Yeah, it's called turning my brightness all the way up and going. Now I can see things. <laughs> well, I'm sure uh, now. Wait, room. I'm I'm blind, but. <laughs> I'm sure now with a Titan with that banner of war and doing that blooming over. Oh, going to be way easier on a Titan. It's going to be a lot oh easier now. I mean, I, I use Laurelly Splendor. Laurelly Splendor, when I was trying to do it beforehand, wasn't in the game. Laurelly Splendor in the game with the with the sunspots and just kind of constantly keeping right. me alive and just yeah. hugging corners to kind of just... The only way to not have it is if there's no ads for you to kill to keep it going. And And when are you ever in a situation where there's no ads? Yeah. You know? Yeah, right. Again, <laughs> again, like like with with the healing kit, with, with healing grenades. With I mean, with the kit we have now, it's never been a better time to try to do these heart these challenging things. Mm-hmm. We've got really good kits for survivability on all three classes. And 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 not and not to downplay anything, but remember this season: warlocks invincible, titans damn near invincible, and give the group damn near invincibility. And hunters get a top with blades on it. You Just saying. Balance. Too. Yeah, right. I, I'm, yeah. I'm saying if, if you're trying to show the flaw of something, you can be invisible though, so you can just run by things. So that's what you get. Not if you have to kill the objective to continue. That's but anyway, um, improving. I'm labeling this very generally because it pertains to so many things. Improving in areas that I am not currently good in solo dungeons, using snipers or shotguns, completing and follow challenges, not getting stumped in trials, understanding raid puzzles. Blake Christopher. <laughs> Playing competitive and crucible and plat and obtaining platinum. Uh part of the glorious title. Being an invader in Gambit, being an invader in Gambit and wiping the opposing team, and honestly, the list can go on and on and on. The goal objective is for both old and new players. Okay, so I say Scout Rifle in Gambit does a lot of good, right? And it is if you go with Scout Rifles. But if you really just are having a hard time, Galahorn nope, nope, Galahorn was nerfed. Um Truth. Truth. Still tracking, does very well. Rocket, Nova Bomb, yep. Wandering Storm. Any big area of denial super and go, oh, oh, you guys want to go to your bank? No, I'm sorry, your bank is now off limits. It is closed for the weekend. Goodbye. That's right. So if you're playing a hunter, Blade Barrage is really good. Um the Ice Tornado is really good. Um, I would say the Night Stalker is okay, but you gotta pop it like kind of close to an enemy and then go invis and track the rest of them down. But it's not bad. Um, and the truth is a rocket launcher. It's an exotic one. It's got three rounds in the chamber. And the rounds detonate. Uh, they have aggressive tracking, by the way. I mean, I've seen some of these things do a 90-degree turn to kill somebody, right? Um, but even if somebody's hiding behind a wall, they have something called uh, grenades and horseshoes. And what it does is if it, it... Let's say somebody's hiding behind a wall. You shoot over that wall. It will detect their proximity and still detonate. Right, so it, it's got the that going for it. Truth is obtainable at this point. You can buy it, some, right? Is, is it something you can get from the kiosk? I would think before it's an old exotic. Before we go and say, yeah, before we go and say, grab this. Is there a place you can grab it from? 
Well, if you can get the truth, I would get it. And whenever, and, and next season, whenever they come out with the um, the Napalm Rocket Launcher, uh, Dragon's Breath, right? That'll be another one that's going to be really easy to use because you can just leave a trail of Napalm just deleting people, right? So, I mean, there, there, there are ways to kind of cheese gamut if you're an invader. Um, let's see what else we got. Uh, obtaining weapons, both legendary and exotic, and experimenting. With, also, machine guns are really good as an invader, just so you know. Um, anyway, obtaining weapons, both legendary and exotic, and experimenting with them. Even if other people call a weapon meh, does it mean that it's meh for me? No, it does not. No. When I see a list of top weapons using Crucible, mine aren't on the list, but they are my favorites, and they do very well. So who's to say something is meh or not? Like Noble said, it could be partly due to sheeple mentality and following what others say before trying it yourself. So here's the thing. It's about how it feels to you. Right, not everybody has a has a snapshot mentality, meaning like they can snap from one person to another quickly. Right, not everybody's like that. Not everybody can keep a steady hand while they're aiming down sights. You know, different people play different ways. Right, so your god roll it's going to be different from somebody else's. Now, there's overall god rolls that make the weapon more powerful in general, but ease of use is something that is unique to you. Right, a lot of people use crimson. I'm not good at Crimson because I'm not really great with, with, you know, the way it jumps. You know, the barrel tends to get between my targeting reticule and the target that I'm trying to shoot at, right? But other people, they're gods with it. You know, same thing with, uh, with, um, the last everything word. in the game. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, basically everything in the game, right? It depends on how the weapon feels to you. So, not all god roll not all exotic is going to be is going to in your hands as it is in somebody else's for me cloud strike completely useless i will never hit a, a crit and crucible other people they destroy with it right so it's just it's how it feels to you don't ever get caught up in the whole in the whole oh this is the best weapon to use ever you have to use it no not if you don't like it just use what feels good for you yeah, find uh, your experimenting god. huh find your god and then chase find the roll that's right. Parody hates reloading, so he puts on a war rig and shoots a freaking sweet business. Right? That's his playstyle. Yeah. He never wants to reload. He likes walls of bullets. Pulse rifles. <laughs> it's all about pulse rifles, if we're being honest. Oh, it well, is. There now. you go. Sweet business uh, is fun, but it's just—it's fun, but it's such a meme. If I want to actually do well, it comes off. What do you? What pulse rifle do you use? Uh, it depends. I mean, peace of mind. I was using a lot for a while because I mean, one mm, it just no exotic. No, I mean, yeah. I was I was I was using the no time to explain when that was the one. I've been mm -hmm. enjoying the different times, the craftable strand one, and well, honestly, I'm supposed to be very good right now in PvP. You know? Yeah, I was using that for a while last season. I was honestly, I've been using the Amit AR this season because everyone says, "Hey, it's good, and you should use that." Fair. And honestly, I was. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, neither is is the other thing I'm going to mention the Mita multi tool that I got the catalyst for. Now seven hundred nice. years later, so I've been, I've been, I've been trying to see. I don't have a hangback playstyle in Crucible, or really in anything. So I've been really trying to hang back and get those crit kills in Iron Banner with the Mita to slowly work on the Catalyst. So I've been really trying to do that. So it but just again, it, the Mita is so good, though, man. It's so good. I, I, I didn't say it wasn't good. That's why I'm trying to get the Catalyst done for it. Yeah. <laughs> that and Jade Rabbit. Although again, another thing, Jade Rabbit. I suck at, might a multi-tool, I'll devastate with, right? So, 
Just depends on what feels better for you. Uh, uh, experimenting with new builds. I am absolutely clueless on how all the different pieces of exotic armor work in conjunction with solar, arc, stasis, strand, void, and such. I feel like okay. this subject could be taught as a course in college slash university. You have no idea. Oh, you have no it idea. Is. His, your, your instructor's name is Plunder the Booty. He is your instructor. <laughs> also, also MacTix, M-A-C-T-I-C-S, which we've linked many, many times. Actually, I found him without are, you mentioning it. He came up they, in my feed because I watched Plunder the Booty. Yeah. Yeah, they they are your instructors. They will tell you how to do the things. Yep. Because yeah, because, I, I I watch them and say, "Here's a dim link. Great. Let me go put this together." Because I I do not understand either. Mm-hmm. And here's the crazy thing, right? Not not only do you have all these different things that go together, but a lot of these things have secret interactions that they don't tell you about. Like we were talking earlier about weapons of sorrow, and then the the warlock gloves, right? The uh, grasp of malice. No, that's a gun. The mm-hmm. um. Whatever parody said earlier, the gloves, right? So the Warlock gloves necrotic pair with grips. Weapons of Sorrow, Necrotic Grips, that one. And they don't tell you anywhere in these gloves, but with a Weapon of Sorrow, it will actually poison stuff as you kill it. And that poison spreads, right? So that's one example. But there's a lot of exotics that secretly work and have secret interactions that they don't even mention to you. So it's not even just the surface-level stuff that's complicated. You also have to account for the hidden stuff they don't tell you about. So, yeah. Uh, seriously, perhaps this is because I'm a new player, but old players really know all there is to know about every piece of... No, we don't. No. <laughs> they nope. change so See, often. What we used to know has changed. Like the, the, the Lucky Raspberry. I had to go back and look at it because I couldn't remember what it does. And now it does something it didn't used to do. So, yeah, they change all the time. So even old players don't even know what's going on with everything. See... Find yourself a night demon. That's what I did. I hitched my wagon to the night demon cart years ago. No, night demon still doesn't know everything. Because because he tells me, yeah, but he, you know enough. I try. No one needs to know everything. I just need to know what six things you'll tell me, and then I'm good. <laughs> and then so, he goes to you know, front of the booty to get the rest. Exactly. You don't need to know everything. You just need to know, like, what are the six exotics I care about? The rest of them languish in the vault and go, yeah, I have one of those. Mm-hmm. In case someone says, build a build around this thing because it's cool. And then it sits there, and I go, yep, I've got that. Have I ever used it? Nope. But, it, but it'll sit there. I'm yeah, languishing in the vault. We were discussing mm-hmm. earlier about the new Titan exotic. Didn't know what it did. We know it got nerfed, but we don't know how. And then we got disabled, and we don't know why. <laughs> so. we, we, we do know why, but yes. <laughs> okay. Um, thanks to the, Hold on. Thanks to shows like this and reading all of the twids, I stay current with all the changes. There you go. The scratch is on top because of us. And I'm saying that. Because of us. Don't c- contradict me. Anyway, um, every piece of exotic armor times three characters and how it works with certain aspects, etc. I mean, I guess really diehard players might, but even expert content creators are discovering new things every day. Exactly. You just proved your own point right there. Um, this goal objective is for both old and new players. Obtaining spoils. Well, you did a whole video about that, so I'm going to skip that. Extra activities and events like solstice. I don't spend a whole lot of time this season in the Solstice event, but I was doing other things and didn't have the time. But I heard that some people got really great rolls on the armor, and I was not so fortunate, even though I tried several times. The armor I obtained was always in the 50s, and when I maxed it out with the kindling or whatever, it was still not as good as some of the other armor I have. But that is something I could definitely be farmed, so I thought that Bonfire Bash was pretty fun. 
The gold objective is for both all the new players. Honestly, the best way to farm high-level armor is what I do is that close to the end of the season, or even at the beginning of the next one, I will take all of these freaking um, seasonal engrams that I've been getting, and I will farm for the armor rolls that I'm looking for. And that's why I have literally triple 100s for every build I have, except for my um, stasis, where I have quad 100s. Right, so way better right. than solstice, and it happens at the end of every season. And okay. how do you do that? Oh, oh, the seasonal activity. You know how you go to the seasonal activity. You can focus an Ingram. Well, you can focus it. Okay, so your ghost, right? I guess let's explain this. Your ghost has a mod that can go into it, which helps you pick a specific stat in a piece of armor. Okay, now. What you have to realize about picking a stat in the piece of armor is the armor is split into two sections, not six, two. You have six stats, but it's split into two sections. Mobility, resilience, and recovery is in one section, and then discipline, intellect, and strength is in another section. So, three and bottom let's say... Three. What's that? It's the top three and the bottom three as you're looking at it. Correct, yes. So... What's get, what it is, is like, let's say you're looking for a, a piece with resilience, high resilience. Well, the other piece, uh, when, you, when you roll, you put, the, you put the resilience mod on your ghost, and then you start rolling this armor. You're guaranteed to get a spike in resilience of at least 10, right? They go as high as 30 in some cases, but you can get at least 10 in the field that you're looking for. And the other spike is going to be in either dis, uh, discipline, intellect, or strength. So you're going to get one spike in the top part and one spike in the bottom part. That's how that works when you roll your 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 armor at the end of the season, right? So if you're a Titan, you're probably going to have the Resilience Ghost on, unless I'm wrong about something, right? And then for the other one, depending on your build, you're going to be looking for either Discipline or Strength, because Intellect is a throwaway stat, right? Intellect does technically help you get your super faster but bungie is also modified your super so that the more damage you do the faster your super comes back anyway so you don't really need intellect and you have unless you have a really specific build going on so resilience and either discipline or strength is going to be your other spike that you're looking for um conversely let's say you you have like like an arc hunter build where you you just want to punch things really hard where you want to put your spike in strength that way you know you're going to get uh, a strength high roll, and hopefully you'll get the other spike in resilience and potentially recovery, but you really want resilience, right? So at the end of the season, you do that until you get the highest roll you can find, or at least a higher roll than what you've got, and then you go to the next piece of armor and you do that, right? So what I do is I try to get at least 20 in both of those categories. And once I get 20 in the two categories I'm looking for, I'll swap to another piece of armor and get at least two 20s. And then I'll swap to another piece of armor, get at least two 20s. And then once I've gotten at least two 20s in every piece of armor, I'll go back to the first and see, well, can I get higher than two 20s, right? Because you can have a max roll on a legendary piece of armor of 60... Ooh, 67? On a legendary, right, guys? And for an exotic, it's what? 71? Something like that. Something and, and like that. Something, I mean, and basically, once you slot the armor mod into your ghost, you can keep it in the entire season too. Like, 
Yeah, most of it's been resilience for like four yeah. seasons. Yeah, I mean, just yeah, like as you're playing, it it will give you armor that will you know give you better stats in in that particular thing. Like I did, mm-hmm. I did many years of resilience, and now I've moved on to discipline. Going, well, let me see what I can get in in those. You know, I have all the resilience armor, but then nothing else. So let me go yeah. just switch it around. And honestly, at this point, I have three different ghosts. One with an one with so that's sort of set up for crucible strikes in gambit so as i play an activity i'll just switch over the ghost to get the better rewards you know to get the the additional drops out of that activity plus it has in this case you know the discipline armor or mod of you know everything i want to be spec toward this but then at least give me more chances at it and just as i'm playing along iron banner whatever you know i'll just passively maybe get those good armor pieces and that's the thing when you're playing too and you get a pinnacle drop don't just delete the armor, assuming it's garbage, which, um, again, uh, like Respawn, uh, I, I heard from, from a person that that can happen, and you can do that. <laughs> and then you'll say, oh, that was a really good piece of armor with really nice spikes where I wanted it, and then I deleted it accidentally. I mean, my friend deleted it because I heard about it. Uh-huh. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it works passively, too. It works better when you roll the armor yourself, but even it, it rolls passively. Earlier, I got my armor exotic that I was looking for, the arms from that activity I did in the beginning of the episode, and mm-hmm. I got two 20s. Version. Yeah, I got a 20 in resilience, and I got a 20 in um, I think discipline, right? So I got two 20s, just got, I had the ghost on, you know? So it does passively work, and Scratch wants me to let you know that what I'm telling you to do as far as the armor focusing, you can do throughout the season. As long as you have an engram, you can focus the armor. The only reason I wait till the end of the season is because I can just sit there and do it and get it all done at once, and I don't feel like dealing with it all season. So, you know, that's why. That, I do it towards the end of the season or the beginning of the new, but you can do it at any point in time you have an Ingram during the seasonal activity. So, there you go. Um, Back to the Ermarl. Where are we at? Uh, builds. Okay. Obtaining spoils. Extra activities like solstice. Oh yeah, that's that's what we got caught on. All right, uh, leveling up crafted weapons. I have a ton of crafted weapons that could be so great if I would just level them up and reshape them with enhanced perks. The Shirochi checkpoint is the easiest, but it still takes time. The goal slash objective is for both new and old players, although similar to item number three, I suppose if you're old, a dedicated player with every crafted weapon completed, this would be on your first list of things to do. Also... I don't know when this email was made because the date on here does not match when it was sent, but the leveling up system has changed. You can now pay to win with your gun. You don't have to sit there and level it up with XP. You can actually use materials to level it up instead of XP. So they've made that significantly easier. Hopefully you've seen that, and hopefully that makes things a little easier as far as leveling your weapons go. All right? And those materials you, you will slot in. It it's going to be seventy five hundred glimmer and four enhancement cores. And per level? inserting inserting that into a weapon will give you a, a well level. I don't know. I'm I'm looking at the level seventeen crafted pulse rifle I have. So I don't know if it's different for different things, but that's just an example of. I think it's the only crafted weapon I have on me. That's actually no. Let me look at this amulet too. So this amid is level 40 and oh, oh no. So it scales. So Does it? The, the level 40 amid is 25,000 glimmer and seven enhancement cores. <laughs> so I would say lower level. Maybe it's worth your time and materials. Uh, higher well, level. Honestly, no. You never need to go above level 20 in any weapon. 
Because by level 20, you've gotten every perk you can get on that weapon. So yep, and it's just, you don't need to go to Florida at that point. Yeah. Anything above 20, it's just because you like the gun. It does nothing for you, anything above level 20. It doesn't get stronger. You don't get more perks. Nothing. Unless you, just unless level you have a, the max. Unless you have a memento slotted into it. But beyond that, there's no reason to do it. Well, in that case, level 30 is your highest? Yeah. Yeah, level yeah. 30 unlocks everything in the memento. But yeah, but um, and honestly, like we said before, you know, you can you can put that weapon on and just run like like when Team Scorched is up in Crucible. If you're doing, mm-hmm. you know, say you want to run your nine Team Scorched to get your you know pinnacle things for the week, just load yourself up with crafted weapons. You're never going to fire them, and they will get you know get that progress every time. They you're do. running a strike, and you're going. Listen, I'm only going to use my primary. I don't care what my special is. Slap a crafted weapon in there. I'm running Gambit because I just want to run Gambit and, you know, get a bunch of kills. Crafted weapons. You never have to fire it. Just bring it along for the ride. And you can absolutely, pa- you know, just passively level them up. We said it before, but it's worth reiterating. Just, you know, you go into Ultra of Sorrow because you're trying to get, you know, a weekly quest done. Slap a crafted weapon in there. It will get the levels by you just playing a thing. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that because a lot of people use Shirochi and you never complete Shirochi. So your secondary weapons don't get the experience. But when you actually complete activities, all of your weapons that you have on will get a level of experience or get some experience, not a level of experience, but they'll get some experience because, yeah, anyway. Um, all the more reason to go play a thing versus just grinding over one thing you're never going to actually complete. Do that for mm-hmm. other things, but for weapon levels, yeah, just go mindlessly grind through an activity. And you're all set. Yeah. It, it, I mean, yeah, Shiro is good for... A lot of things, especially like explosive weapons. Shiro Chi, you run through Shiro Chi two or three times, you're done. <laughs> uh, okay, so this is getting too long, guys. Sorry. I could list so many more things, but I just kind of wanted to make the point that almost all the items I mentioned above are for new and old players. But I think maybe the bottom line is, like you said, it's simply game burnout. It seems to me that in order to keep old players really engaged in the game, there needs to be drastic new content for them, like the introduction of Strand. I will use our son-in-law as a prime example of someone who has been playing Destiny for years and loves the game, but also seems to lose interest fairly quickly. He was so gung-ho when Strand came out and played Destiny quite a bit at the time, but when the novelty wore off, he left to play other games until Destiny comes up with something else new and exciting to do. He still does some occasional raiding and always helps my husband and I get Conqueror titles gilded, thankfully, but he never comes into Destiny to tackle those items above that I mentioned. My husband is the same way in regard to burnout. However, I found it interesting that when I recently asked him if he wanted to join me in getting our Deadeye titles, he was totally into it, even though he had moved on to Diablo. He came back to Destiny so we could work and earn our Deadeye titles together, and that was something fun and new to him. So maybe old players just need a little incentive to do something fun and different that already exists in the game, or maybe just having people to do it with. That right there, that last sentence, is the point I've been making for years. Destiny... It's a much better game when you play it with friends, right? The, the the friend experience is the best thing to do with Destiny. I said it earlier in this podcast. I was like, it wasn't it wasn't the lanterns that was fun. It was the fact that we were doing it together is what made it fun, right? He disagreed with me, but whatever. But I'm 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 of the same mindset. Like what you just said, the game itself is okay, but the people you play with can make it better. You know, um, all about. The- and you earn along the way. Mm-hmm. Bye for now. I keep listening to the podcast. And thanks again for all the info and conversation. Noble was a great guest to have on your show. Thanks, Melissa. Well, there you go. And um, talking about people that you play with, I 
ended up joining Frozen completely accidentally because I'd never been with a guild. I'd never been ever with a guild, right? Or a clan. Re- Was it a guild back in D1? Every day since. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nello, thank you very much for your emails over the last couple Indeed. of months. We do appreciate them. And I'm just glad that we were kind of able to tie them all together into one giant kind of reply. And hopefully, I'm glad my voice is able to hold out. God, uh, hopefully that's helped you out and some other people that have been listening to the show going forward. And um, yeah, to, don't be scared to send us an email, and we will spend at least an hour talking about it and get respawn to read your email out word for word. Yeah, yeah. In case you haven't noticed, they, they don't let me paraphrase. So it has to be verbatim. Has to be word for word, because that's what they sent. They put every ounce of effort into sending that email. You do not paraphrase their emails. Para, not, sure not that's, power. I'm not, sure, para. I'm not sure that's really us making you not paraphrase. I'm pretty sure if we put any text in front of you, you're going to read it verbatim. Yeah, there, there was. And I'm pretty sure there's a song yeah. back in the back in the archives that will attest nope. to this, Ron Burgundy. There are no songs in yeah. this yes, in Rob. this podcast whatsoever. No, th- none. Th- well previous not, podcasts not this not not this this file that you're listening to no i, no, no, I, I not, agree not, with you. not not the not the podcast titled two titans and a hunter there are no, no. songs Mm-mm. there's Mm-mm. nothing Mm-mm. archived there's Absolutely no clips don't, don't even bother looking about it you read quite a lot nope. of stuff today do you actually know that came from mellow mally herself Absolutely. from night demon uh-huh so i mean <laughs> Is Night Demon in league with Mellow Mally? Maybe. He could have a song. There, well, there was nothing Titan related in there, so I'm I'm fairly safe. And, and, yeah, but as, as far as you know, the last one was where you were kind of just, you know, saying how much you love somebody. It was. It really was. And if you too would, would appreciate the gaslighting of a certain host by other hosts, <laughs> because he can never be entirely positive, then you too should go to Patreon.com/ttah. Because Zep Orbit cannot be threatened with a good time. We've tried to threaten this man. It can't be done. The Otter Dance Troop of the T-Rex King, the Scarlet Cam, BHS Nightcrawler, the one, the only, Mellow Mally, and Dedicated Way M64, they are incredible dancers. Just, I mean, just absolutely phenomenal. And why do they dance, gentlemen? Why do they dance? Because of the grenades thrown by Carver 2782, Golden God 1562, Basically Salt, Zombie Pops, and Renard Collant. They throw the grenades so our dancers can dance. It's a team effort. And while they didn't win Deacon's Day One Raid Race team of Dimwee, Gravy Jeff, PP Pipe, and the Drifter Driftwood did put up an excellent showing. I think it's because Deacon was really had her had her focus split upon her multiple teams, and that's really I think she's gonna need to get some more coaches in there to get the farm system leveled up. I think that's where it went wrong this time. But I think next time they could take it. And this is where I tell you, lovely human beings, stay tuned for songs. Yeah. They may come, they may go. You never know when to Hold expect. On, before them. you say that. I didn't want to interrupt you, but before you say that, mm-hmm. I've had one of our one of our Patreons reach out to me. They have no idea what we're talking about. So I'm thinking if you I mean obviously you can go back and look in the archives yourself, but if you want direct access to a link of these songs that don't exist, you should join Patreon and I think Night Demon can do something to make that a thing. Just message me and I'll send you the song. If you're in Patreon. Yeah. Okay. So, so maybe and that song week. there, there, there are lots of songs that don't exist. Not just one that he's going to send you. That yeah. is, yeah, the, that yeah, is edited there, about somebody liking a Titan way more than they should. When so, I had time a- to edit, like eight hours a day, I used to make respawn 
do stuff and or say stuff in the show and then edit it into a song. So mm-hmm. there is at minimum a an EP worth of, of <laughs> songs that can be found somewhere if one tries hard enough. No, I don't think maybe, so. Maybe maybe eventually with, with this time we will we will collect them and, and put them in a place yeah. for people to find them. Maybe. But but there's yeah, there's a chance. Yeah. I, I think we should link it to the Patreon. Like, put a link in the Patreon channel and or make it a Patreon go, or something like that. I do have a quick announcement from our friend mm-hmm. Sevs over. Ooh, you, okay. know, you know, Sevs that joined mm-hmm. us for a couple of weeks and people mm-hmm. said, let's get Sevs back on the show. He builds the nope, Destiny 2. Nobody said that. You know, he nope. builds the Destiny 2 ghost on TikTok. That TikTok yeah, guy. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Yep, he's, he's Guess what Sevs is doing next week? He made a pumpkin. Uh, he is building. doing Dungeons and Dragons or Dragons and Destiny or. Dungeons and Destiny with the DCP podcast live. Ooh, I know. No, he a fancy lad. He is. No, that I'm not invited. He asked you to go on his D and D show the last time he was here. He really, yeah. Did. And I gave him my hours, and he just never responded back. Well, maybe he doesn't like you. Anyway, well, obviously, so you guys should all tune into the DCP podcast when they go live next week. Stay tuned to their Twitch, Twitter, whatever they kind of communicate out when they're doing their live show. Next week is going to be an exclusive D&D like show. It's not going to be a regular podcast for them. They said this week it's just going to be a D&D thing with Sevs doing the dungeon mastering. So good luck to him and um, I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. So go and check that out next week. So for those of us who have fallen off the, the DCP wagon as there was there was less D and really C in the P, who is the current ho- cast of DCP? You have less destiny and community in the podcast. Come on, it was it was it was very clear. we I I don't understand why you're confused. Tefty Tefty do- There was less D in the C P and less P in the C D. What what the hell did you no. just say? No, there was less D and C in the P. Yes, and the in community in the podcast. They, they, yeah, oh, they wow. did spend a long time just like going off about other stuff, but now they brought it back yeah. to just doing so, Destiny talk, which is really cool. Okay. Mm. So Tefty Tefty okay, so, is so, on a break at the moment, but you've still got Briar Rabbit. You've still got Miss um, Five Thousand Watts. You have mm-hmm. Marlin Games on there doing some lore every now and then. Sometimes you have True Vanguard. Um, and I forget there's, uh, sometimes they have Legolas flash on there. They have quite a lot of kind of in and out hosts that okay, so, in and out, but Briar rabbit and miss 5,000 Watts are kind of regular on there. And normally Mylan games, depending on kind of family and other things. I, I, I would really, Oh, I, I hope he's on that one. I would really enjoy listening to him playing D and D with him. All right. So yeah. So Mylan? I mean, yeah. yeah, I think Mylan's going to be there next week for the D and D session. Yeah, wow. yeah. So I mean, you know, if if for some reason you don't know how to find the other DCP podcast, you know, youtube.com slash DCP live, that'll get you there. I don't know if they have an actual website, but they have, you know, Twitch and Twitters and all the other things, but DCP Live on YouTube will get you to the show itself and you can find all the places for all the hosts, but that that would be good fun. And it's it's good to know they're actually talking about Destiny again, because they hadn't for a while, so I kind of stopped listening to them. So So, so is he playing D and D but with Destiny lore? Is that what's happening? Because you were unclear. You just said he's playing D and D, and somehow it involves Destiny. You just have to tune in to find out. I think. God damn it! Yeah, and that's how a tease works. Do you feel teased? Right. You feel teased. Oh, I'm definitely, definitely teased. teased. My 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 balls are blue. Yeah, definitely. Well, now that we've teased respawn and gaslit him, I think we should let him 
<laughs> proceed slowly into the Florida sun. And thank you for joining us. Your Titans are parody and Night Demon. Your hunter is no one response in real life. Hi. Your firefighter is not Arf, which is why he's not here. He's off fighting fires as opposed to giving us lore. If you would like to email the show, you should do so at two Titans and a hunter hotmail.com because we will read every email we, we receive. It may not be mm-hmm. quick, but we will read it and we will respond to it. And if for some reason you want to send us an email and you don't want us to, you know, respond to it publicly or on the air or on the show, just stick a little note in there and be like, Hey, don't read this out or don't use my name or whatever. Everybody has their own reasons, but we're, we're very much going to Ron Burgundy this unless you tell us not to. <laughs> and you can find the show everywhere. Really? YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, two times in a hunter. You know where to find us at this point. You can find the show wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on YouTube each week for new episodes, video updates, and live streams. If you want a three-minute, he's forever-esque length of what is going on this week in Destiny, Night Demon has you covered. Batman is a video-making machine. Head over to YouTube, hit the button, and give him all the love. And if you'd like to join our Otter Dance Troop, threaten us with a good time, throw more grenades, or possibly suffer your way through a day one raid race with us, patreon.com slash TTAH is the best place to go because we will put you in the secret channel where we look at and read and love each and every one of you individually. And if you're looking yeah. for more casual encounter, coffee.com slash two Titans and a hunter. That's ko com slash two Titans and a hunter all spelled out. You can spell, I believe in you. Mm-hmm. And if you like the thrill of live action, spicy language, and maybe D and D, but maybe not D and D these days, who knows what that man's up to twitch.tv slash no one responds in real life. And if you want to keep it family friendly, like a proper British gentleman, or if you're just over in the UK or Europe land, and uh, that's where your time zones match up better, twitch.tv slash two times and a hunter. Where you can find them, go there, hit the buttons, follow them, and they'll tell you when they're live. I won't tell you, because there's really no way to know. They are both enigmas with no way to understand them. No. And with that, I, I think we've done it. We, we've hit our three hours. We've done all right. the things. We've read all the things. And we've made Respawn slightly uncomfortable. So I think our work here is done, Night Demon. It is. Any <laughs> any parting parting uh, notes for the, notes for the people or any any late breaking videos or news you wish to share or shall we tell them goodbye until next week? Goodbye until next week or I art guardians. Okay. I respond. Deuces. Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast.